And now, introducing the man who's been working diligently to install a swimming pool in his backyard, as even though he hasn't actually dug any of the hole himself, he's taken to the job of site foreman like a glove as he oversees his six and four-year-old's efforts to, quote, dig a hole all the way to China, unquote. Following last night's emphatic victory by the Phoenix Suns in Game 1 of the Finals, he opted not to sleep, choosing instead to work on nicknames for some of the best players. However, he failed to come up with anything other than the Bookworm, the D8 and Flyer, and AARCP3. He is Glenn Clark. Good morning from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio of Crestbox. It is Glenn Clark Radio. I'm Glenn Clark. He's Kyle Ottenheimer. He didn't do the, the honey water, it appears. I did, actually. I tried. Oof, oh, come on. Boy. I've got a lozenge in my pocket as well. well I appreciate the effort. I just appreciate had to talk. I, I couldn't not talk yesterday. I had stuff I had to do. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did you have to dictate something? Yes, like, yes, did you yes, have to, yes. What did you, what you, you have? like to know, I had to talk to my therapist. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's actually probably a good idea. Yeah. Maybe we can work some of these things out. Is it? It might be time for you and I to go to therapy, actually. We might, wanna therapy? To, we might want to have to think about that. All right, uh, a lot to do on a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of the program brought to you by Glory Days Grill. Speaking of which, by the way, I'm going to Glory Days Grill later on this afternoon. I'm very excited about that. I've got a meeting. We, uh, we had to make a meeting for 1.30 today. Everybody was like, where are we going to go for this meeting? And I was like, I got an idea. Let me just throw it out there and see what you think. Have you heard of a place called Glory Days Grill? Because they have this popular summer seasonal menu, and it's back with favorites like the very berry salad and smoky thigh wings. And everybody was like, oh, that sounds pretty good. I was like, yeah, it's actually better than that. Because they also have the all-new shrimp po' boy. It's a crispy fried shrimp on a freshly baked sub roll with lettuce, tomato, and a house-made spicy remoulade. And they were like, all right, I think we can do the meeting there. I'm like, I'm not done yet. Just settle down. Buckle up. I'm still going. Because they also have other delicious items like a 25-ounce New York strip steak. A 25-ounce New York strip steak, in case you need to feed an army. Plus the barbecue chicken bowl, barbecue ribs, smoky thigh wings, combo platter, zucchini fries, key lime pie, and all of those meals. I don't know if you guys are still listening. They pair well with the Sam Adams Summer Ale or their anniversary IPA brewed by Devil's Backbone. And sure, by the time I recommended all of so that, you said all that okay. everybody was already off the Zoom call, but I still felt better about myself for having shared it. And yeah, we're going for a meeting today at Glory Days at 1.30. You I'm ever heard very excited about the that. saying, uh, once you get the answer you're looking for, just stop? No. No, I, I still I have things to say, Chief. I always have something to say about Glory Days Grill. And I had a lot to say about Glory Days Grill yesterday. Looking forward to being back over there today. Coming up a little bit later on this hour, Carl Ravitch is going to join us. Is that correct? Scheduled to, yes. We were, I mean, I chatted with him when he was on a broadcast. That's and, really uh, weird. I felt bad about that. All right. But, uh, yeah, you know, he's, he's a nice person, so I'm uh, hoping he'll nice person. He's take hosting, time. He's done it before. He's hosting the, uh, the first round of the MLB draft on ESPN on Sunday night. We'll talk to him about how things might play out. Also coming up, um, by the way, does Ravitch do the – who does the home run derby now? Is it him? Who calls the home run derby? It's not Chris Berman. It's not. That's, I just realized. I have no idea. Who you calls know it's a decent uh, lozenge flavor? I, I don't know. Menthol. Okay, thank you. Uh, who calls the home run derby is what I was wondering about, and you didn't help me in any well, way. Well, I don't have the answer you're looking for. So. Yeah, it would have been nice. Yeah. would have been I nice. I think my voice sounds a little better today. Uh, a little. Maybe. Maybe a little sexier. Maybe. Mm, a lot sexier. It is. It is Ravage who's doing that. Well, so that'll be cool, too. I don't ca- no, I don't care about what you're doing. So uh, we'll talk to him about that as well. Also later on in the program, uh, D.L. Hall scheduled to join us, one of the top uh, prospects in the, the Orioles system, obviously part of this sort of trio that we have 
built our hopes and dreams around for the future, along with Adley Rutschman and Grayson Rodriguez. We'll check in with D.L. Hall a little bit later on in the program. And uh, stuff and things that might pop up during the course of the morning. Some friends that might stop by. You never know Brief what might visits, be coming. You know? What? Yeah, really weird yeah. bits. Re- some really weird bits yeah, coming know. up on the program today. Uh, obviously, I'm in a great mood today because Spencer Watkins, baby. Hell yeah. That's our guy. I'm unfamiliar. Oh, the pitcher. Yes. Jesus he got his first win. 28-year-old starter. Not a great sign, though. No, I did. They were up 7-1, and then it turned into 7-5. Hey, but man. That's a win, baby. Uh, wins a win. Mullins homered. That's the way it works. He did. He homered, and uh, the Orioles won. I don't care at all about that, obviously, because why would I care? I, of course, do care about the basketball game as, um, yeah, I mean, that was about as about as poss- as good as you could possibly imagine. I was admittedly quite nervous when all of a sudden, after he was not going to play earlier in the day, Giannis not only played, yeah, but played well, yes. looked really good. And I mean, look, that bodes well for the series as a whole of basketball it, fans. It, not it, for you as a Suns it, fan. Well, I, well, I, I get it. You'd I, rather I almost it. disagree with that, in which the fact that they played that well, despite the fact that Giannis not only played, but looked it. great. That's a great no, that's, sign. The that's Suns played unbelievably great, encouraging. It would be very impressive if the Suns could play like that every game. Yes, I don't think they're going to sweep the Bucks. I think that would be crazy if that were to. I mean, it'd be wonderful. I would love that. I don't think it's likely that they're going to sweep the Bucks. But if they had done all of that last night and Giannis hadn't played, I wouldn't be nearly as encouraged because there would still be this thing like mm-hmm. lingering over, like, well, what happens when Giannis is back? The fact that he he played and the story's not he didn't look like a shell of himself. He looked great. The Suns were just dominant. I mean, they were utterly dominant. I'm very excited about that. Now, are, the idea that everybody is going to play that well in every game, right. I, I, no idea. No idea. I would say that you can hope, and if you're a Suns fan, you're going to hope that uh, that's the I case. I, I know you don't. I don't think a lot of people do. I want to see the good basketball. Yes, I think a lot of people would just prefer to have a seven-game series and and competitive see, games and out, the whole you know. deal. I, I I'm not going to be here, so you're not going to get the joy of that. No, it's all right. You're, this is the only game I'll be able to react to. I am gone for the rest of the series. Probably for the best. Um, eh, for who? <laughs> for who exactly? So um, it was a. Uh, it was great for me. It there was that one moment, obviously, in the second half where the Bucks kind of made it interesting again. Got it, seven, like, got it. Got it down to seven from a twenty-point deficit, but the Suns. And this was phenomenal. It was absolutely outstanding. Booker was great. Paul was tremendous. DeAndre Ayton was unbelievable. My God, was DeAndre Ayton dominant. Um, and this was, despite the fact that they weren't forcing it into him, they didn't. he was just able to find his spots to be dominant last night. It was tremendous. Cam Johnson's a marvel. Mikael Bridges was excellent. It was a wonderful campaign. was very good off the bench as well in the limited role that he had. Um, just a lot of fun for your boy last night watching basketball. The soccer was great yesterday, too. Obviously, I'm rooting for Italy, so I, I feel something there, but that was compelling as hell. It's the final today? No, the other semifinal is today. Why would they play England Why would they play a semifinal and then the final the next day? Who's England playing? England's playing Denmark. That's the other semifinal this afternoon. They always get those good breaks, don't they? Who, England? Yeah. I mean, like this, that side of the I mean, bracket right, definitely. Germany's not easy and all I mean, that. But. Wasn't that, but that side of the bracket opened up for them. There's no doubt about that. That side of the bracket absolutely opened up for England, and we'll see. I mean, Denmark's played really well. They have clearly rallied and um, been been boosted emotionally as this tournament has gone on. We will see how it plays out today. 
Um, and the winner of that one will get Italy in the final. Yes, another 3 o'clock game. The soccer last night was actually quite compelling between Colombia and Argentina. That also went to PKs with uh, Argentina winning and advancing to face Brazil in the Copa America final over the weekend. So a lot of compelling sports. Um, Wimbledon men's quarterfinals today. Right now, Denis Shapovalov, who is far more exciting a player than uh, Karen Hatchinoff Where is. Where is best young tennis player in the game? Not, not, not a thing. Just not a thing. Not a thing at all. We had a fun conversation before the show today. I was, was merely curious. If you're curious, just ask a question. I did ask a question. No, there was a question mark a, at the end of it. Yes, uh, right, correct. You made a statement and put a question mark at the end. I of said, it. is he the best young tennis player playing? And you were I like, I don't, even think that, I don't even think that was exactly the way the question was worded. Ah, could you? No, it's not. that's not exactly how it happened. I know how it went. It's not exactly. By the way, does uh, the guy that's showing up, does he know how to get in? Yeah, Jack will take care of that. Will he? Yeah. Is he should be arriving in a minute. So. Okay. For, for a brief appearance. Yeah. Uh, it's not like, like we should we're just acting like this is someone important. It's it's our just buddy, a friend our of ours. Yeah. Have the Mary yeah. said he was going to stop by. He's going to stop by for like twenty seconds. Not even apparently. bringing pizza. He's just going to talk. What? Yeah. yeah what is know. the point of any? Of this? I don't know, man. I don't know. He couldn't have just called in. Yeah, I'm not sure. I wish these things should be run by me beforehand. I did tell uh, you. No, you didn't tell me. No, no, you didn't. You waited until right before the show started, and you're like, "Oh, by the way, he's coming in uh, for uh, ten minutes." He said he was going to be here at the top of the show. Then he uh-huh. texted me saying. Going to be there on 10-10. And so, look. Makes no sense. None of this makes sense. Cutting into his own promo sense. time. That's all. You you're, you're the producer. At some point, you should have been like, why are we doing this? Why are we? It's your friend. Why not? What do you mean it's my friend? He's press by, He's been a press box guy forever. He's your friend. For, settle down. Is you, he not? I, I mean, our friends as well, but it's kind of a jerk move if what you're saying is you don't think he's a friend. He never followed me on Twitter, ever. So. Oh, so you're still bitter about it. Yeah. You haven't gotten over it. Why should I? Well, I mean... I gotta be honest with you. You don't offer a lot on Twitter. Jackie's so, coming up the elevator now, so uh, go open the door. Yeah. Is what we're saying, and then uh, and then you got to sit somewhere else for five minutes yeah. while uh, Simon have the Miriam stops by. Um, all right, so that was everything that happened. I don't think there's anything else that matters. Somebody asked me if I was going to talk more about the media's obsession with Lamar Jackson not having an agent. No. No. <laughs> I'm sure he'll get a good amount of money. No, I don't. I don't intend to talk. What, what, we talked about it with Greg Rosenthal a couple weeks ago. I don't. I don't care about what the media is obsessed with. That's not something that I care about. I, I, I don't know if you're tuning in for the first time. I don't give a crap about that, and never will. And if that's what you're into, you're probably gonna have to go somewhere else. I care about things that actually matter, and. Mike Florio writing about Lamar Jackson not having an agent is not interesting in any... I don't know why you would be interested by that. These pages and need stuff for people to read. It's a very boring time to be covering football. There's nothing to cover. Aaron Rodgers isn't getting traded. Apparently, but I totally forgot they were doing this silly golf thing yesterday. I utterly forgot that was a thing. That was yesterday um, or was it today? It was yesterday. I completely they forgot did it? about it. They did it. Couldn't tell you anything about it. Don't care. I have no idea. Who cares? I don't know. What, what this guy? Anyway, um, I just don't care about what the what the like. Who cares? I when don't, when I don't Lamar care. Jackson's deal is done, we'll react to it appropriately. It's going to get done at some point. It's not a story. I, we're just bored. We're bored. The soccer's great. Watch the soccer. Tennis is tremendous. Watch the tennis. The basketball has been really good, despite the fact that there have been some injuries. Watch the basketball. The Orioles are still playing games. I'm not compelled by them, but maybe you are. Watch that. 
obsessing over there being a bunch of media reports about Lamar Jackson not having an agent is a really piss poor way to spend some time. His mom was his agent. She, she's not an agent. She's she's working with him. Like she's that's what they're. But she's not actually a football agent. She's just somebody, and that's fine. That's I mean, he's a cares. football player. He's a football player. She's representing right. him. Thank you, thank Does you, Simon. Not make her a Simon had to marry him. Has stopped by playing for, the role of Kyle. As what Simon a what, has a, to marry what him. a weird. So let me get this straight. Yeah. You just wanted to come in. Yeah. For five minutes. Yeah. You couldn't have done this over the phone. You couldn't have like skyped in for a second, something along those lines. You know, I'm not saying it's a like I I love you, but it just seems like a. A hell of a way to waste your time on it. Honestly, on a, never on occurred to me. Like, you know, we have technology now. Yeah, but also I figured you'd be watching tennis. I wanted to watch tennis. Oh, he just came in to watch tennis. He just came in to watch tennis today. Well, I'm not happy about the uh, hatching off situation. He's not an exciting player. I don't want him to win. So I'm not happy that he's up a break in the third. That doesn't make me happy. All right, you're uh, Simon at the Merriam is here. You, uh, you have seen his stuff at PressBoxOnline.com for years. Um, he's here to uh, promote... Um, Oh God, I can't think of what it's called anymore. Oh, the Route 66 Kitchen. That's no, what, no, 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 no. no. no was, Simon's got a, a five pi- failed ventures. He's ago. he's got a, a pizza pop up, and uh, he named the pizza after me, and it's phenomenal. It was it's delicious, unbelievably good. And uh, can you still get? Isn't this pop up this week? No, it's in. Uh, it's uh, July 15th and 16th. Actually. Oh, so it's next week. Yeah. So I actually I try to show up, you know, in advance of the event. So yeah. so people can still get. The yes, pizza. very much so, yes. Okay, so right now, what do they have to do in order to get there? Explain how all of this works, because as always... It's you, complicated. Correct. You never make it easy. Like, I no. can't just go drive... This is... Remember the scene in uh, in um, 40-Year-Old Virgin where he goes into uh, the eBay store, and he's like, I'd like to buy, buy this... Yeah, I'd like these to buy boots. this from you. These boots from you right now. They're just, they're fantastic. Like, yeah, I, boots I, are I, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Yes. that's not how it works. That's Jonah not Hill. How it works, no. That's Jonah exactly Hill. right. Very fat yeah. Jonah Hill at that I point. I thought we were not life. supposed to talk about his. Uh, we don't. Wait, we're not shaming him. Just a, we're just fact. acknowledging yeah. the fact that it, at that point, his it life seems his to be body that should you ever different. acknowledge pre Moneyball Jonah Hill is just like everything gets shut down. Oh really? I didn't know that. That's what it seems like. That's what like you ever seen those like viral videos that like Facebook just puts on your timeline. That absolutely make no Face, sense. Like Facebook a, a, thinks I'm way more into videos than I am. Like a Facebook. bot created a I video. Can't, I can't believe Facebook studies all of my conversations, like invades all of my privacy, and still knows absolutely nothing. They about get me with some of their cooking videos. I'm not going to lie. That smiling Turkish guy, he's funny. Apparently, for some reason, Facebook thinks that I'm interested in videos about how Jonah Hill hates Hollywood for calling him fat for so many years. I mean, look, Jonah, you were. But we can't talk about it. We, we just did. So speaking I mean, of overcomplicating I mean, things, I mean, I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> what? A, so the general premise of a pop-up, though, is it is basically a restaurant for a day. Like we okay. show up. It, it so I can sit down and have a pizza. No, you can. Okay, so you're lying. Get a pizza and take <laughs> one home. What you're doing is you're lying here. See, here's the thing, though. As complicated as it might sound, yeah, it ends up being fantastic every time. So we just keep oh, doing it. The pizza's great. And let me get that. So yes. ex- you have to explain. It, yeah. First of all, the company is called the Baltimore Pizza Company, yes. correct? Yes. Next, what what day is July it? July 15th and 16th. So, for, so Thursday, Thursday and, and Friday. Friday. Yep. Thursday and Friday. You can get these delicious pizzas, including the Glen. Yes. And explain to everybody. the Glen, Is it the Glen or the Glen it Clark? It is the Glen. The Glen. Explain to everybody what the Glen is. The Glen is a cauliflower crust pizza. With sliced pickles, garlic, mozzarella. It's basically a white pizza on a cauliflower crust with pickles. And you could get it on a regular crust if you're so inclined, I imagine, right? You could, yes. But for some reason, the 
Glenn. Well, we know why. Okay, Be- because it's speaking it's of fat shaming, it's better. Frankly, it's, one day Glenn just decided that bread sucks, and the the right. quicker we can all get to that adult conversation, the better we will be off. The, the, the better fact we will that you be just pretend that all bread be. is the same. Bread sucks. I'm bread sorry. Is bread sucks. Some bread is amazing. No Some bread is bread is, sucks. You don't know, actually even white bread, bread is can a, be good, You know, bread is a, a the only purpose that I have found for bread is you cannot replicate a Cuban without it. That's the only purpose I've ever found for bread. Bread is awful. I mean, I agree nothing. that you can't replicate a Cuban without it, but you there are like multiple Cuban other arepa. uses for... Nah. Eh, it's not the same. Or man. a bow. Just, there's a no... steamed bun is still sort of yeah, bread. Yeah, that's you know? still bread. Yeah. Delicious stuff. But yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. Essentially, at the end of the day, it's there's a pizza place that shows up for a night. This time, I'm actually doing two nights because I'm, you know... Wildly popular. Exactly, yes. And uh, You're welcome. You, uh, we sold it's all, all due to you. For you. My Correct. sales have doubled since I invented a pizza and then named it after you. I mean, I, I've seen nothing from that. Well, I saw a pizza, so I'll take that. You saw yeah. two pizzas. They, they were pizzas, great, actually. Because uh, you sent me the what was the other one that was the Baltimore, uh, Baltimore, uh, Baltimore white pizza. Yeah. Baltimore white, yes. yeah, yeah. And mainly, this is all just a crusade to prove that New York sucks. New York pizza sucks, well, I've got and no, Baltimore is better. Well, I've got no problem. It's not that New York pizza sucks. It's just that it's no better than any other pizza. But like, the fact that it's I called do think New the York. Economy pizza. of it is better. You can get dollar slices everywhere. So we need to get around that's, that. That's not a thing. Yeah, it no. might have been once upon a time, but I think it's still a thing. It's no, not, it's not. Not nope. everywhere, but it's still a thing. You see, you it, it's like the places that sell dollar crabs. Like you, you don't want them. You don't want them. I mean, you might take the risk. Like if you want to take your own life in your own hands, but I've at done the it end before. of the day. Oh, I've I've done it. I, I've eaten plenty of dollar crabs, but every yep. single time I've contemplated the fact that this might be the end. So. Uh, dollar pizza slice probably somewhere in the same ballpark. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, yeah. So pizza place shows up for the night. It's the only time in the entire uh, timeline of events that you can possibly get one of these amazing pizzas because in a couple of days it'll be gone, and then you have to wait like a month or two before you can get it again. So when you say it's the only time in the entire timeline of events, you mean for the next month? Yes. Okay. So what do people need to know right now? Somebody says, "Okay, crazy person." I'll take a shot, shot on a Glen. I'll take a shot on your Baltimore white pizza, which is like it's again. Explain it again. It's a uh, white pizza, so it's olive oil, garlic, parsley, mozzarella cheese. But instead of just a bland old white pizza, it's actually got uh, ricotta cheese, crab meat, and old bay and scallions. Yeah, it's quite good. Quite yes. good. So if I want to take a chance on one of these wonderful pizzas, I would. You would. Follow Baltimore Pizza Company on Facebook or at Baltimore Pizza underscore Co on Instagram. Uh, marvel at all the amazing pictures of pizzas that we have on there. Right. Uh, probably talk crap about Glenn. Which I just want to order a damn pizza, Simon. So just you go on, follow on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, send a direct message, or there's also a phone number you can call, text, and send your order in. Reserve a time slot, and then come pick them up on either July 15th or 16th. All right. That's very simple, except not at all. <laughs> But you know what? There's plenty of people that have been doing oh, it. Oh, I, I was, I was, I did it. My actually, I had, I had to have Simon deliver it to me. I wasn't able to actually do it. I mean, it there's myself. like a little thing called the NFL draft last time that. Yeah, that yeah. did that did complicate things for me. And I'm out of town next week, so unfortunately, wait, wait to schedule around me, you it's jerk. In two weeks, though. 
Yeah, I'm out of town for the next two weeks. Oh, no, it's not. It's also no, it is next, next week. Oh, man, it's I got to get to work on this. Yeah, so. you <laughs> should probably. <laughs> I just next lost week. a whole week So, again, of my it's life. the Baltimore Pizza Company. Baltimore Pizza Company. And anywhere anywhere on social, just go to Baltimore Pizza Company. Yes. There's no BaltimorePizzaCompany.com yet? No, not yet. We should probably work on that. I haven't needed to. I've been selling out every time. All right. Well, I mean, maybe we can make this something you don't have to do once a month. Maybe we can make this a more maybe regular occurrence. Maybe I'd like to do it once a month. Maybe I would like to be more famous for this pizza, and I'm going to require you to do a little bit more work in order to make that happen. Okay, well, maybe if I put it on bread, people would actually buy more of no, it. No, you won't. Bread sucks. Bread's who's, amazing. Who's winning the fight on Saturday night? Ah. <sighs> I think Dustin Poirier wins it. So, I, so I just there's been so little time in between the two of them. I can't see him fixing all the holes. I, I mean, this is all due respect. I have felt some different ways about UFC because they became obsessed with celebrities, and yeah. I'll never, I'll never be okay with the sport. It's no longer about the sport, and it becomes about who's famous or not. Why should I still care about Conor McGregor outside of the fact that he's a celebrity? In all honesty, he does still have a freakishly strong left hand. Like he, he has the name power that he can still get matched up against marquee guys at any given point, and he has a left cross that can put most all of them out. So in a freak occurrence, he might just knock out one of the best guys in the world, even if he's not the same fighter that he was five, six years ago. If you say so. If it's, you say so. It's I'm the Mike not... Tyson effect. It's Tyson, for I don't know how many years, hadn't beat a worthwhile contender. He still got the Lennox Lewis fight, and everybody still tuned in, even though but the fight was stumped. about his celebrity. That's, like, that's that's where he is now. That's where Connor is now. He's probably he's not a title contender necessarily. He's got the name power that he could contend for a title if he wanted to, but it doesn't seem like he is an elite level fighter anymore. You don't watch him to see an elite level fighter necessarily. You watch him because there's a x percent chance at any given time he could put somebody's lightest out and he has the draw power that he can get himself into the matchups that he'll be able to be in front of a champion a champion in another weight class another nick diaz fight something that will get you to want to watch but you think he's going to lose on saturday i do yeah (laughs) and hey he'll you're not selling me He'll lose this Saturday, and he'll still be a mega draw. All he right. can lose. It doesn't matter if he wins or loses. I, that's the point, because they become obsessed with celebrity. That's, and that's, and that's the is issue right that I have with the sport. I will always have an issue with a sport that obsesses celebrity over sport. Yeah, but then you just continuously complain about it, but everybody still keeps watching. Man, I don't know if everybody still keeps watching. I still keep watching. You certainly do. I know that yeah. is a fact. <laughs> all right, Baltimore Pizza Company on, on all socials. Facebook, Instagram, yeah. And, and Facebook and Instagram, follow Baltimore Pizza Company, and that'll explain to you how you go about getting your pizza next Thursday and Friday, yep. but not any other day because no. it, Simon's too busy doing 10-minute stop-ins to say hello, and then I got to go to work. Good to see you, pal. Yeah, it was great to see you guys. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. Simon had to marry him. I mean, if you want to hang, you can hang. I can hang, actually. Yeah, I can All hang right, well, we're going to talk to Carl Ravage, though. That's the way this is going to go. He's No offense, he's far more important than you are. All right, uh, it is Glenn Clark Radio from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio of Press Box. Coming up on Sunday night, actually, it's a busy week for this guy. Sunday night, the MLB draft, and then Monday night, the Home Run Derby, both on ESPN. We've got interest in both of those events. Really appreciate Carl Ravage taking a couple of minutes for us this morning here on GCR. Carl, it's Glenn and Kyle in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you. Thank you so much for doing this this morning. Yeah, my pleasure, Glenn. Colin, how are you guys doing today? Everything is great. It's, I mean, other than it's not been a wonderful baseball season here in Baltimore, but we knew what we were getting into. Hey, so. but here's the good news. There is a baseball season. That is true. Way better than uh, what we were dealing with a year ago. That is a very good point. Carl, let me start with Monday just because this feels like a great moment. We are all – our love for Trey Mancini is so much beyond just him being a good baseball player who also beat cancer. He is – 
truly one of the best humans we've ever known in this community and has invested and has cared deeply about this place at a time where baseball's not all that pleasant. Um, I got to imagine for you, it's going to be pretty special to be able to tell Trey Mancini's story to a larger audience come Monday night. Yeah, I'd say in a lot of ways, um, while Tani has, has sort of been the story going into it and, and may garner the most attention because of what he's doing, there's no question that the Mancini story, um, you know, deserves deserves top line, front page, um, you know, conversation. Uh, for the person he is, for what he went through, for when he went through it, for everything he keeps saying about his, his uh, you know, now what he believes is an obligation for those going through chemotherapy to prove there is, you know, there's a life on the other side. And in some cases, it can be a very active and productive and successful life. So, yeah, I, look, um, I, I hope he I hope for every reason that he's in this, he does really well. Yeah. Um, it would be fabulous to see Mancini progress through the rounds, you know, even into a final. And if he were to take on an Otani or a Pete Alonso, it would be interesting to see what their reaction would be to seeing him there. He, he's universally, you know, loved for the challenges, but for the president, look, he was this way before. Yep. I think a lot of times you, you circle the, the circumstance and thinks, well, he, you know, we all get to know him a little bit more and we do, but to those of us that knew him before, he, he was that guy as well. He was already that guy. This just, this just puts a lot more color around the story of, of who he is and, and what he's capable of and how big a heart he has. So yeah, he, he's, He's absolutely as big a story uh, because of what he's dealt with as anybody in this derby. Understanding that the Orioles are really bad and that Cedric Mullins was incredibly deserving, are you at all disappointed that he wasn't also named an All-Star? So that the a story- little bit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of things about him that um, that speak to what you want the game to be. Um, we just got back from the College World Series. NC State went yep. home because of all the COVID tests, but you looked at NC State on the field. Uh, they were athletic. They were racially diverse. They were exactly the, the sort of photograph you'd love to see of a baseball team. Having Cedric Mullins participate in an all-star game is exactly what the sport needs more of. Mm-hmm. Um, so on that level, on the level of his uh, his sort of magnetic electric personality, um, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that somehow he ends up there. Yeah, I mean it would it would be it would be good for baseball to be able to tell that story again. And I, sometimes night. I worry about our sport. We we tend to bite ourselves in the ass a little bit. We we, we make mistakes. Last night we're sitting there for a Mets uh, a Mets game that was against the Brewers and Degrom was supposed to pitch and you kind of think like, boy, the Mets are being a little selfish here if they're involved in this decision because they want Degrom to pitch twice before the All Star game and it's now 10:45 and are we really are we really asking our fans uh, to sit there for two and a half hours and then start a game that late? Like I, I just don't think we're serving. The sport, and I think sometimes we we make mistakes as a, as a sport, and you know, getting Cedric Mullins in would be a way to avoid what would be another mistake. All right, uh, he is Carl Ravitch. He is with us here on Glenn Clark Radio again. The Home Run Derby Monday night on ESPN, and of course the draft on Sunday night. Carl, as far as the the draft is concerned, one, I guess let me start with this. Doing it around the All Star Game, I know the plan had been to sort of do it around the College World Series. That would have been cool, but it does feel like it adds maybe one more element to making this, you know, talk about some of the mistakes that baseball makes. Yeah. Um, it, it adds one more element to an exciting week for baseball and getting more eyeballs on the draft, which I think is a good thing as a whole for the sport. 
Yeah, I, I won't argue. I think they did try for the Omaha thing. Um, they brought a Major League Baseball game there. I, I don't know what it was between Major League Baseball, the NCAA, Omaha, who, who was involved in in the inability to use that as the stage to, you know, bring more attention to the draft. But, okay, you know, take two. We'll, we'll do it around the All-Star game. And it does make sense that these players are not dealing with uh, being drafted during the World Series. I mean, there have been stories, of course, where they find out after a practice while they're in Omaha, oh, yeah, you, you were selected number one, and the team bounces up and down, and that's how they celebrate. This gives them a night. I think it's a, I think it's a really good idea to, if we are going to pivot away from College World Series, let, let's pivot here. And it does make a lot of sense, and it's a, it is a neat event. And, look, this is a young man's game now. So the concept of a, of a Henry Davis mm-hmm. or a Colton Kowser or some high school kid or the lighter rocker combination moving into the major leagues, uh, you know, there, there are guys I saw in Omaha. This is Omaha alone. Forget SEC tournament, forget uh, super regionals, who you realize, like, you get into a race and you need somebody to come out of a bullpen. Could, could Jack Leiter do that the same way we saw a few years ago? Um with a pitcher who pitched in the College World Series and then showed up in the World Series, Finnegan for yeah. CCU and yeah. the Royals. Yeah, you could you could do that wow. because we're now seeing you know players' abilities. And I remember a hundred years ago when the Marlins were in the World Series, Jim Leland had a staff with AJ Burnett and Beckett on it. And I remember asking him at the World, "Are you at all worried about having?" lack of experience and he said i'll take talent any day over experience and that's what i think major league baseball is doing more of too um yeah that's fascinating by the way the thought are you surprised that that lighter you know he was the guy that was thought of as as being the guy for so long in and and all of a sudden the last couple of months you know the questions about his height in particular have led to this assumption that he's not the number one pick in this draft are you surprised by how this has happened not based on results but based on just all of a sudden People say, well, he's not big enough for us to take a number one overall. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll preface the answer by saying I'm one of those who uh, are not married to prospects uh, like many people are. And I know organizations have to build that way, and I'm not, I'm not suggesting they shouldn't. But I'm also of the mind, you take the best player, and it, when in doubt, you make a trade and you bring in somebody who's great to help your team win a World Series or get to the playoffs, as opposed to, I've heard it so many times, we're not going to trade this guy uh, because okay. he's the future. Okay. And then the future never happens. So I, I, I'm, not, I'm not that because it also implies, I remember having this conversation with Theo Epstein. I'm like, I, I keep hearing how you're not willing to part with this particular prospect and it, is, it almost suggests that you, that you and your crew aren't going to find more down the road. Like, this is the only one where there's something so unique about this guy. And I, I watched lighter pitch. Uh, I've seen Billy Wagner succeed. I've seen guys who are not six foot four succeed on the mound. Jack Leiter is a difference maker to me relative to every college game or pitcher I've seen. You draft Jack Leiter when you have an opportunity. Forget the bloodlines, forget the success the dad already had. You draft him because he's the best and he shows and looks exactly like a major league pitcher should look like. So uh, you want to tell me that a high school shortstop's more valuable? I, I, don't, I wouldn't do that. If I were in the draft room, uh, you know, I'm dying on the Jack Leiter Hill. 
I'd be curious to know. I mean, it sounds like I might have a decent idea of what you'd think about this, but the Orioles obviously are well known for, and Mike Elias and company in their tenure, for going under slot earlier and trying to stockpile talent throughout the later rounds of the draft. It sounds like you would probably be more on the side of, hey, just go get the best player. Well, I mean, signability is a, <laughs> unfortunately, it's a big deal here. Um, and I know that, you know, there are communications to teams. Don't, don't draft him because he ain't signing. And we've seen players not sign. And we've seen them go in directions uh, away from Major League Baseball and go play in an independent league and then re-enter the draft. Uh, to me, that's aggressive, and I wouldn't do it. But if you're not going to sign a guy, why are you going to dra- draft a guy? If he's telling you don't, at some point you're going to have to look in the mirror and look, Elias has a really—he's got a really good uh, background when it comes to building a franchise. There are ways to do it. It can happen quickly. Um, so uh, yes, I, I am of that mind, but I'm also of the mind I'm operating with a budget where if I need to sign the guy, I'm going to be able to do that. That clearly is not the way every team operates, and th- that's another conversation. But I, I would take—I would take the best player and try like hell to sign him and hope that they're not stubborn enough or listening to an advisor to say, you know what, we're going to go play in an independent league and we'll try this again. Like, I, think that, I, think that's, I think that's also stultifying to the athlete. Carr, where is your confidence in what he's doing in Baltimore, Mike Elias? Like, do, you, do you believe with Adley Rutschman and Grayson Rodriguez, D.L. Hall, that there is the foundation that, that there can be confidence, or are you still worried? You know, I'll talk to a lot of guys in baseball who say, hey, saying you're rebuilding is great, like, a lot of teams are rebuilding for a decade and it, and it just never comes together and they never like, right. are, how concerned are you about just the concept of rebuilding and whether or not it might ever come together? Yeah, I think rebuilding works. I look, I think that the new collective bargaining agreement will hopefully address some of the things that put teams like the Orioles and their ownership and the Royals and their ownership and the pirates and their ownership. And I'm not, I'm not looking for handouts for those. Cause I do think that there are, there are problems with uh, ownership decisions in some cases and others where there's obviously uh, more money to spend and they're willing to spend it. And they have other sources of income that certain teams don't. That, that's, that's one aspect of it. Um, but I, 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 I do trust in that. I do think you can, you can build a team. I mean, for how many years with the pirates and Johnny Cueto, you know, in the postseason, and we were raising the Jolly Roger, and you had good players, and and it was a it was an entertaining team to watch. And now all of a sudden they're they're back onto square one, and somebody like Brian Reynolds is uh, is an all star and having a great year. I will say that Adley Rutschman was as good a player as I've seen. I mean, I was watch to me, I was watching Buster Posey at the collegiate level. So that's a foundation piece, and yes, you can build around him. Now the key is four or five years from now when we do this interview again, right. is, Adley, is Adley Rutschman the centerpiece of a successful Orioles team, or is he being talked about as a trade piece so we could start again? Yep. And then, it, then it's failed. No, I, I think it's a rel- are they are, Will the money be spent as necessary? Will they buy guys out of arbitration years, which we've never seen that, before? And that's, right? a different, that's a different conversation than Mike Elias. Yep. That, 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 that's that's or- not him. Yep. You know, at some 100%. point, he's going to go to ownership and say, okay, I, we're ready. Are, are you? Well, and then, then the answer will determine whether Mike Elias has been successful. And I'm, I've got to believe part of the interview process is here's the plan. Right now. And when we get to this point, are you going to be part of the plan or are you going to kill the plan? Stand in our way, 100%. I, I understand what you're saying, and we will find out. We, we just can't know that right now, obviously, in Baltimore. 
Just another minute here with Carl Ravage. He's getting ready for both the draft on Sunday night on ESPN and the Home Run Derby. Carl, acknowledging I don't know how much time you've been able to spend on all of the high school guys, is there a guy that if you're the Orioles, you're most rooting, you know, practically? I still don't think Leiter will get down to five, but is there a guy that practically you're rooting to see sitting there for you at five? You know, I would say that between the the Leiter is the pitcher, the shortstops, Marcelo uh, Meyer and – there's a variety Jordan of other Lawler, ones. Jordan Lawler's and, yeah. another guy. There's a center fielder, Colton Kowser, out there. Uh, Rocker's name pops up. Khalil Watson out of, uh, I think, North Carolina. Yep. So the, it seems like the top eight players, with with respect to their, let's just take the position players, there's just not a lot that separate them. Mm-hmm. They all have real positive attributes. Um, they have high ceilings. There are some who have, you know, quicker twitch muscles and and maybe maybe down the road look like they'll hit for more power than others but between the shortstops um it's it's really it's really baskin and robbins 31 flavors but there are eight of them pick one and and let's hope um uh, you know i I asked the royals are are you 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 have bobby witt jr in your are you would you then draft another shortstop and the answer is yes you know we, we we go after the best player and if we have to Move one to second or third, we'll do that. But we are interested in best player. They got a whole ton of talent in Kansas City that's coming, and you can see it. And I assume that in Baltimore, in two or three years, you'll have that same talent, especially with regards to pitching. Kansas City's loaded with really good collegiate arms um, that are now, you know, in, the, in, in professional baseball. So I don't have a particular name for the Orioles. I, I know I, I, well, can I can I can I follow up, Carl? I'd assume yeah. that you'd feel the same way about Henry Davis and Adley Rutschman, right? Yep. That like even even though you've got uh, Adley, I, you know, that's a, I'll be honest. I, again, this is my own personal observation. Okay. Others may disagree. I think Rutschman. I think Rutschman's a little bit better. Okay. I, real, I thought Rutschman was as good a college player as Paul. But, but would you still seen. would you still take Davis, even though you know, like you. You've got the catcher situation we think solved for a, for some time. Would you still take Davis and say, you know, we'll solve that problem when we get there, and one of them could play first base or DH or whatever? Or would you purposely? Well, the other thing, the other thing that a Davis does in that organization, and again, I know this isn't the direction we want to go, but if you have if you have Rutschman and you then draft Davis, and let's say they both develop at a real high level, and Rutschman's your major league catcher, and Davis is a catcher. 29 other teams want. They don't have to draft him, but now we have excess in our organization. We're going to make a trade with you for Davis because, A, he's the seventh pick or fifth pick overall. So how many times do you get a fifth overall pick in a first round and you're going to be willing to part with something that you have excess of? So it's not that you always have to move him within your organization. You move him to another and you get the starting pitcher you need. So I, I do think that that's one. I know that's one of the way these organizations think. So right. if we're the Royals and we have Lawler and we have Witt, uh, okay, we'll, we'll figure out what to do with them. Or let's say the Yankees down the road say Glaber Torres isn't the shortstop. Do you want to talk about Jordan Lawler? Sure, we'll talk about him. All right, let's do that. Interesting, interesting. All right, uh, and, and just before I let you go, Carl, I do want to. I think I, I worded the question wrong earlier. Cedric Mullins is an all-star, and I, and I just poorly worded it. It was Trey Mancini I meant being. I would have liked to have seen him be an all-star, too, selfishly. That was what I was trying to say, is that I wanted him to be there for both nights of, uh, of festivities. Uh, and but, he should be. 
Yeah, and, and we're really happy about Cedric Mullins, and it's what a marvel that story is of, of a guy that was completely out of baseball, you know, out of the major leagues not that long ago and now among the best players know, but in it baseball. But it just feels like he was force-fed in, and uh, he, he should have been there. For, he, he should have been, you know, one of the top guys to get in. The other part of the part of the issue is is that you're recognized by your peers as opposed to just sure. fans. Sure, okay, that, he should so have voted critical. in. I get that. I get what you were saying. I totally understand that. All right, at Carl Ravitch ESPN on Twitter is how you follow him. Again, Sunday night, the draft. Monday night, the home run derby. And and you're going to be in Denver, correct? Like the, the, We're, we're going to be in Denver. We were just in Omaha. We're going to be in Denver. Love it. We're love. doing games from the studio still. But, we're, we're again, we're moving in the right direction. Love we're figuring that. it all out. Carl, greatly appreciate it. I, I know how insanely busy you were. And after that night last night, really greatly appreciate you taking the time for us this Hi, morning. Hi, boys. Anytime. Thanks for having me on. Carl Ravitch joining us here on GCR. Appreciate him doing that. I now understand how we uh, got our wires crossed. He was disappointed that Cedric Mullins wasn't voted as a starter in the All-Star game. I'm disappointed that Trey Mancini isn't on the All-Star team. Those two things kind of conflated together as I asked that question. I understand how our wires got... uh, We shared a little confused glance. Correct. Kyle and I were like, wait a second. That wasn't what I... Oh, now now I get it. I didn't tweet because it it did sound like he was kind of talking about that. It did at first, and I was like, wait a second. Oh, oh, I get it yeah. now. He was thinking that I was disappointed that Mullins wasn't voted. And, and Mullins could still end up starting, as we mm-hmm. talked about with Mike Trout. Um, all right, I've got a Would You Rather Wednesday question, Simon Hebdomerium, that is right up your alley. Oh, and so, oh, yeah, 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 yeah turn, turn his mic back. Welcome oh, back. Perfect. Uh, by the way, uh, today's show, it is Would You Rather Wednesday, brought to you by Glory Days Grill. It is, uh, today's show is also brought to you by, ooh, you know what? Because we were talking about the fight early, earlier, the place to watch the fight will be sports and social. Sports and Social Maryland is now open at Live Casino and Hotel, and it is phenomenal. Jim Rome would say that. Phenomenal. 100-foot media wall, 47-foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, extensive beer selection, big eats, in-venue gaming, bowling, and more. I spent a lot of time at the bubble hockey machine. The bubble hockey machine got a lot of my time the last time I was down at Sports and Social. Uh, for tickets for UFC 264, Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier on Saturday night, you can still get them. Seating is limited, and I'm told, like, extraordinarily limited at this point. This is the place to go to watch the fight. Uh, get your tickets right now, livecasinohotel.com. So it is Would You Rather Wednesday. I've got three scenarios up for you at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter or facebook.com slash Radio. If I'm being honest, I'm a little bit disappointed with the, uh, the rapidness of the responses today. Not uh, not thrilled. You guys are getting in a little bit slower than usual for Would You Rather Wednesday, so we need to pick that up a bit. Uh, number No, I'll give them all three, and then, Simon, I want you to respond particularly to number three. All number right. one, would you rather Major League Baseball actually leave, they leave All-Star festivities completely as is, or, hear me out, perhaps they abandon the game in favor of a more lucrative home run derby tournament on Tuesday night to get the best players involved, and they convert Monday night into other skills competitions like fastest pitch or bunting, as we saw in Korea, or whatever it is, in, envision your own here. That's what they do with all-star festivities moving forward. Number two, you play for – have you heard the Tory? do you know the Tory Craig story? Are you familiar with this? The Tory Craig already is guaranteed a ring. No matter what. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Torrey Craig. So he played for both teams. He's played he for started both teams. With, with Milwaukee yeah. earlier in the season. Yeah. Now he's, of course, I, with frankly, the Suns. Frankly, I don't even know who Torrey Craig is. 
Uh, Tory Craig was a uh, Boston College, if I remember correctly. Was he like the tenth man on the Suns team? Something? I mean, he's gotten minutes. Like he's definitely played. Um, I don't yeah, know what well, that name Suns, sounds like, but it sounds like a golfer more than a. The Suns ah, have I just was been... very wrong about uh, Boston College, University of South Carolina, Upstate. Very similar. similar. Yeah. Very I mean, similar. They're on. The I don't know why. Well, who, do I, who went to Boston College had a similar name? Tory Craig Flutie. has had. Um, uh, uh, I was actually going to guess Doug Flutie. Yeah. Thank you guys, Matt Hasselbeck. Anybody else? Hunter Matt Ryan, Ryan of course. Yeah. Matt Ryan was the one that puked on the sidelines, right? I don't remember Matt Ryan. Did Matt Ryan puke on the sidelines? You might be right. I don't remember that. Admittedly, Donovan McNabb definitely did yeah. when he was at Syracuse. Donovan yeah. McNabb was a big puker. All right, so imagine you're a professional athlete with a 10-plus year career. Cool. Would you rather your only championship ring comes from a team that beat you in the championship or you never win a ring at all? All right? And number three, this is the one that's right up your alley, Simon Habdemarium. Number three, for the rest of eternity, forever and ever, amen, the only sandwich you will ever be able to eat is the Airheads Candy Chicken Sandy, which is a fried chicken sandwich with buns made out of Airheads. They introduced this in celebration of... National Fried Chicken Day yesterday. That doesn't even really look like fried chicken. It looks like pulled chicken, does it not? Well, uh, no, I think that was just the lighting in the picture. Because at first, yeah. yeah. And is there like a slaw? I on understand. Top of there it, also? It's also the the presence yeah. of the slaw makes you think that yeah. it would be something they would use with pulled chicken. I don't. Sure. I don't care for slaw in any capacity. But I think you're wrong about yeah, that. But that's fine. It's okay. You're wrong about a lot of things. Slaw so. makes a sandwich better, both texture and taste. It, no, so. it does none of those things. But that's all right. Simon, you're I, the I need tiebreaker. You to, I need you to know. I will defend to the death your right to be wrong. Well. No, you won't. <laughs> no, as, to the death. Well, I will. Okay, as somebody who has actually fought for close to a decade now with Glenn regarding food takes, <laughs> and oh, and has gotten embarrassed on I'm, many occasions. I'm fine with disagreeing <laughs> with Glenn uh, on the slaw thing. Yeah, slaw does make sandwiches better. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it Thank does. You. It's okay. You guys can. I tell you what. Maybe you, you're just you eating get bad to have slaw. all of it. No, no, no. I like There's a nice no vinegar-based slaw, slaw personally. I'm a vinegar slaw over a mayonnaise slaw, but they all, all have their it. purpose. So that's the only. That would be the only sandwich you could ever eat again for the rest of your life, or the only pizza you could ever eat again for the rest of your life. There would be no more Glenn, no more Baltimore White, no more any of those things. Instead, recently in Taiwan, they have introduced a century egg pig's blood pizza. Okay. What does the century egg mean? I don't actually know what the century egg means. Here we go. Pizza Hut uh, introduced this in oh, Taiwan. Oh, Pizza Hut. In Taiwan, it makes yes. me less inclined to get that. Preserved eggs, pig's blood cake, cilantro. Okay. Well, now there's cilantro. I mean, yeah, cilantro know, right? really pulls it together. Preserved eggs, pig's blood cake. Actually, when you it looks look at right, it, yeah. you're, like, you're like, I don't know. Like, yeah, it looks doesn't like look it. terrible. Kind of no. looks like a pizza to me. Especially considering it's from Pizza Hut, they don't actually serve food there. So. I think that in so other like in foreign mind. countries, the chain restaurants are better, like the higher quality. Uh, I think. I don't, I don't think, think so. that's the case. I've heard. Nah. Uh, there might. I don't know where. Where have you heard that specifically? The internet. But like, name a, a an example of that. Uh, there was like a one barstool guy who like travels around the world. It was like lived in. Uh, I think it was China, and Taco Bell there apparently was just better. It was just better. So I've been on the internet before. Yeah, not everything on there is actually like factually correct. Most of them incorrect. There, mm-hmm. I disagree. Mo- most of them. All right. Um, so those are the three scenarios. Are, can I take a break and then have you answer? Yes. Them? Yes. Okay. We're gonna grab a break. 
We'll come back in. Simon's going to help us play Would You Rather Wednesday, brought to you by Glory Days Grill. Mobile One, full synthetic motor oil, helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. It's Glenn Clark Radio from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialist. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. This is how you get a premium cup of coffee. Better and faster than the drip, drip, drip method. And way better than a large urn of lukewarm coffee made who knows when. At Royal Farms, our new Swiss-made coffee machines grind fresh premium beans on the spot and then brew them one cup at a time for the freshest, most flavorful cup of premium coffee you can buy. This is Royal Farms coffee. It's better because it's the freshest coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Sports and Social Maryland is bringing the ultimate UFC fight night experience to you at Live Casino and Hotel. Watch Dustin Poirier take on the former champion, Conor McGregor, and get the ringside feeling with our state-of-the-art AV system and stadium seating. They take sports viewing to the next level with a massive 100-foot media wall, 47-foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, extensive beer selection, big eats, in-venue gaming, bowling, and more. They're raising the sports bar at Sports and Social Maryland. Come see for yourself. Tickets now on sale for UFC 264 at sportssocialmd.com. That's sportssocialmd.com. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. When it comes to cost and quality, Window Nation has you covered, saving you thousands more on your windows compared to national brands while providing the same, if not better, quality. Want detail? Window Nation measures each window three times to ensure proper fit. And after they install your new windows, they leave your home cleaner than it was before. Get 50% off every style window, plus put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you Window Nation, the perfect fit. The biggest pro wrestling stars today and all time all have one thing in common. You've heard them on Jobbing Out. Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Thanks for having us, man. Appreciate it. Adam Cole. How are you guys doing today? Matt Riddle. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. The champ, Drew McIntyre. Oh, thank you for having me. The great Ron Simmons. Damn. Keith Lee. Appreciate you guys having me, man. Bill Goldberg. My pleasure. Charlotte. Thank you so much for having me. Mick Foley is with us. This is the greatest name for a wrestling show I've ever heard. MJF. I'm glad you're happy I'm on this show because I'm freaking miserable. Le Champion. Chris Jericho. Le Champion. AJ, Aaron, Brandon, and Glenn are talking pro wrestling every week on Jobbing Out. Find it at PressBoxOnline.com. Slash radio, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Tweet us at 
Glenn Clark Radio, 21st Century Talk Radio at glennclarkradio.com. Glenn Clark Radio, Clark Radio.com. All right, back in here in the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio Press Box. It is a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of Glenn Clark Radio, presented by Glory Days Grill. Simon Habdamarium is here. He's our buddy. He's uh, Mr. Baltimore Pizza Company. Follow them on uh, Facebook and Instagram, and then decipher the coded messages so you can get your pizza next week, next Thursday and Friday. Thursday and Friday. You know, I'll probably like put up like a an infographic or something that just, that would seem to be I'll, a good I'll way clip to do this it. out and be like this like is that. how it works i like that but you know what people are smart glenn people have mm, been fa- what people do you know at least the x amount of people every month that have been helping me sell this thing. well there, there is that that is a good point this literally and, started and pick like, up pick up is in perry hall it's in perry hall yeah yes it's, pick uh, up for your pizzas in perry hall yes the perry hall catering cafe anybody that's local to the area it's the weird building that yeah nobody knows what no, it is i'm very familiar with this building. there's like six different people that rent that place out. And Kyle, I, you seem very flummoxed right now. Yeah, I'm, I just I'm, read about Century Eggs. Oh, not so great? I remember now, it's like borderline rot. It's really hard to explain, but I think it's like a it's a delicacy mm. in, I, I guess, Taiwan or in certain like Asian countries that the, 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 the white of the egg is now brown and like the yolk turns green. And... I guess visually, it's quite off-putting. I want to make it very clear. That's not the type of pizza that Simon Habdemarian will be offering at the Baltimore Pizza Company pop-up next Thursday night. This is related to Would You Rather Wednesday. It's a different thing altogether. Correct. Just want to make that very clear for everyone. And it's from Pizza Hut, so it's not actually a real pizza anyway. True. That is also fair. All right. So anyway, Baltimore Pizza Company, next Thursday and Friday. Go get your pizza. Um, today's show is also brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or C3America.com for your free analysis. All right, I def- I'm going to lead with number three because you're the pizza man. So For the rest of your life, would you rather the only sandwich you can consume is the Airheads... Candy Chicken Sandy, which is, for some reason, a chicken sandwich whose buns are made out of airheads. So I have a question. Of course. Is the bun, is it bun like those little like candy strips that they make that surrounds bread? It or is the it bun appear entirely... It appeared to be entirely candy. It doesn't even seem possible, really. It just appears to be... How much sugar is in that bun? It seems like oh, I'm gonna, be... Anything I'm going is possible, Kyle. Yes. Have you never watched Kevin Garnett's was the, the, that, Thank you. It's, it's, not, it's not what he said, right? Though, it's impossible is nothing. Impossible is nothing. That's okay. what Kevin Garnett said. Um, and then combine that with the fact that... Did you see... Uh, there was another fast food company that made donuts. The, the bread of a sandwich. I th- well, that's a whole so, other story. That's actually delicious. Yeah, it was <laughs> okay, but still, they don't. Clearly, they do not care at all about sugar. You look. One thing about a sandwich, you want to be able to bite through it relatively easily. If we're talking about the consistency of, well, like, I think when you're adding in fried chicken, gummy candy though is not going to be an easy chew. I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with that, but... I think the whole premise of this is well, that the you're, sandwich you're is not have, particularly right, enjoyable. I think you're trying to have some sort of relevant conversation about why... I, I get that you wouldn't want the Google, Airheads Candy Chicken Sandy. That's why we're doing this, Google image Al. search Century Egg for me. Just take a gander, please. I'm yeah. looking up the Airheads Chicken Bun thing. Just tell me how you Century, feel about what you see there. Century Egg image search. Oh, God. That looks like a disease. It looks rotten, does it not? Oh, it looks horrendous. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Why is this And that's thing? the less disgusting part of it originally. Yeah, the pig's blood 
seem now the pig's blood sounds yeah right in comparison you're like well the old pig's blood cake might be okay all right well you got to pick one or the other that's the way it goes me one yeah well i'll start with simon so all right i can't find any details how the bread is the consistency of the bun no but assuming it's that made with 100% Airheads candy. Okay, beautiful. There you go. Um, all right. I am not going to Kyle this up, but I will ask no, just oh one qualified question. It does have pickles on it, though. Oh, there you go. Am I considering this solely for the enjoyment of eating or disenjoyment of eating either of them? Or am I considering my livelihood in this equation? You, you're, you're not going to die. Well, you're not going to. No, no, no. He's talking about like. The, the pizza aspect. Oh, yeah, it. no. It's not, oh, you no, can you still don't make the, other yeah. pizzas. You just can't yeah, you eat don't them. Oh, yeah, I just can't. Yeah. Oh, that would suck even more if I'm making that's all how these amazing I'm, pizzas and that's the only one that I can eat. That's the biggest point of evaluation for me. It's yeah. like, what well, do I care I, more about? Actually, no. Either way, I'm going to go with the Airhead Chicken Sandy as much as I love sandwiches and I think my life would be different. You're saying it would hurt your life less to... Overall. You like have, pizza more than sandwiches, essentially. Correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. Man, I feel like it's easier... To not eat pizza, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I like and I genuinely like pizza. Right, who doesn't right. like pizza? Um, but I go longer periods than without having any pizza sandwich whatsoever. Right, any sandwich at all. Yeah. Um. So it would be harder for me to be like, nope, can't eat that. Can't have a sandwich. Right. You can't have can't a nice have submarine. Yeah. You can't have a, a lot of my favorite foods are sandwiches. You can't have a Lil Nas X panini. I don't you know can't exactly have what that is. But... a song called Panini. Okay. I don't know why. I never... Um. So. Frankly, I think once you try the other pizza, you're not going to want pizza again. So that might just erase that issue. Whereas this airhead bun thing, I got an issue with it. I just don't know what they're thinking. I don't really understand how this could be pleasant. Well, there's and no, I, there's no all, way it can be pleasant. That's no. the point. I kind of like I, airheads are delicious. This is not like the genuine. This isn't your normal airhead that you used to shake around in the wrapper to get it condensed and sm- this isn't that kind of airhead i'm a candy connoisseur i know enough what this is these are the airhead strips sour strips or whatever which aren't that good they're just not that good i didn't know there were different kinds of airheads i've oh what i don't what are you, there's I'm, airhead rainbow strips or something like this sort of what this is okay uh and they are they look like fruit roll-ups rainbow sour strips is what they're called they are not fruit roll-ups they are these um do you remember those the really good candy that was the bag of like the short sour strips that were red and and, and green and you'd they were only those and these are just rainbow I versions of that I that don't, don't, don't particularly taste like any kind of fruit it's just sweet and sugary yeah I mean I, I just like don't, sweet and sugary though but it's not I'd rather if it was regular Airheads I might even have more of a intrigue I'm, I gotta it. be honest with you John from Little Rock I'm surprised he's changed his answer. He's going back and forth in this. Now he's saying, no, I just can't live without pizza, and he doesn't think he could. Um, I don't think I can keep down that pizza abomination. I can chuck the bun and just eat the chicken and maybe delicious well, no, you coleslaw. Can't, you can't you, chuck the bun. That's kind of the point of this, right? That's you're not. He's calling it up. Well, no. He's, By definition, he's calling it up. He can chuck the bun. He says. Yeah, it sounds like he's calling it up. No, you can still, nobody's saying you can't eat fried chicken. No, but you are saying that if you are eating this, you're eating the entire sandwich. It's not like he's suggesting. Right, but he's, he's essentially saying, I'm not going to eat. I under oh by the way, Airheads is tracked down. Airheads is now tweeting about Would You Rather Wayne's well, That's nice. They, ah. they have found our Look at them. Look have, that is an awkward bit. I like it. Um they uh so what he's saying is I and I, I mean, map this out. He's saying he wants to be able to eat 
other amounts of pizza, right? I get that. Yeah, so he's just not going to eat sandwiches. No, I understand what he's saying. Right. He's saying he could chuck the bun and eat delicious coleslaw and fried chicken as if that's his solution. That's what he said. Right. You can. Nobody's saying you can't eat coleslaw or fried chicken. For, for as mad as you get about Kyling it up, this I don't, know how, you're, I don't know how you're missing you're not he's eating, Kyling it up. He's not eating a sandwich. He's just eating a piece of fried chicken with some coleslaw. If he wants to eat a, eat a piece of fried chicken and some coleslaw, that's not a sandwich. I think you're misunderstanding. So, okay, I do believe that he is kiling it up by definition, yeah. but he's not. No, he is. But there is what a scenario. There is a scenario here where nobody's saying you have to eat the Airhead sandwich. No, but I'm just saying if you eat a sandwich, it's the only sandwich you're allowed to eat. I'm you're aware. giving up all other sandwiches. In I the think process. by premise he is kiling it up, but at the same time, it is not in violation of the scenario laid but out. He's not, in this, I don't would you rather? What, no, and there's a, you don't have to eat either. Technically, you just have to forego. Correct. Forego. One that's of those that's two all I'm saying. Sandwiches. Correct. But yes. you could just order fried chicken. You don't need to get the sandwich. Well, you don't, of course. And I would assume that that would be what you would choose to do in this scenario. He seems to be suggesting he's just tossing the bun and eating. Well, I mean, I, I, I think he's rewarding it incorrectly, but I get what you're saying. Airhead says, of course we're going to go with the friend. It's so weird that Look, Airhead I'm glad says, they're involved. I like I, to get a little I, input from I brands. Guess, I but guess. the other one, the pizza, after knowing exactly what century eggs are, if it had been regular eggs... And you know what? Eating all those century eggs would probably ruin eggs for me. So yeah. now you're ruining pizza. And, I like and you're ruining egg. breakfast. There is that as well. I enjoy a hard boiled egg. There is that. And the as pig's well. blood is, I don't know, the way they talk about it, like, oh, I love congealed pig blood sticks. It's like, what? Yeah, no. Father, I'm also just surprised, John, knowing you, that you would be able to abandon sandwiches, sandwiches before you'd be able to abandon pizza. Maybe and he I, just really loves pizza. I mean, I don't get, I don't, I get loving pizza, but sandwiches, we're talking about such a broader Mm -hmm. category of what you're giving up in this scenario than, than what you're giving up with pizza. Don't get me wrong, pizza's great, but sandwiches is all over the place. So that means you couldn't do your, your bunless game, you know? Could you do your burger without a bun? No, I think that would be a violation. I think that would be a far more direct violation. Nobody, you know what you're doing when okay. you're in those situations. Different, like fried chicken. You can order some fried chicken mm-hmm. somewhere and just eat some fried chicken. I don't think we could just say nobody's allowed to eat fried chicken ever again in this scenario because it's a different topic. But nobody orders a piece of meat. I get it. In that, well, it's under the sandwich part of the menu. Can I right. order an antipasta salad, which is basically an Italian cold cut cut up into a bowl? Yes. I mean, I guess, but why would you? Tasty. Because it's delicious. You could still make a hoagie in your mouth, like Frank. Yeah. Oh God. All right, let me just roll through these other Would You Rather Wednesday scenarios quickly before you got to go. Um, uh, number one, would you rather uh, Major League Baseball leaves All-Star festivities as is or abandons the game itself in favor of a more lucrative home run derby tournament, which would involve all the players, as well as uh, some other skills competitions on Monday? I would... You know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually changing my answer because I was going to leave it alone. Um, I do believe that a more lucrative home run derby might help attract some of the stars to come back. I think my Look, it's it's awesome that Shohei Otani is participating, but it would be way better if Fernando Tatis was participating. I, I think my only Kyle concern Schwarber. would be if all the All Star Weekend festivities revolved around the home run derby and the superstition about the home run derby wrecking your swing. I'm concerned that the like the top guys would start opting out of All Star. But that's the point. You make, you make it so lucrative that they don't. So you make if, it so lucrative. If that's the that, case, then yes, I would yes. opt towards the more lucrative home run derby. I'd probably leave it alone. Um, I think that ultimately you. I mean, talk you're about still a nerd that cares. like you still watch it. like it's it. a it's thing. Fun. Um, it's so weird to me. But I, think I don't think I've sort watched of, an All Star game since 2006. I, I don't necessarily like care about. The funny thing is, I don't care about the All Star game. It's not like I'm saying this as somebody who's tuned in Tuesday night. But like, you do watch. You tell me every year that you watch. I will 
Frankly, no. The All Star Game, the Home Run Derby. Yes. I know you watch the Home Run Derby, the but All-Star you tell me game, every year we get there, and you're like, "Yeah, I, I watch. poke in." It's like sometimes, right? Or if I'm just in front of the TV, I'll put it on in the background. But you know, I used to love it as a kid. That's for yeah, sure. As a kid, but the, the world changed. Okay. We we have access to watch these players whenever we want to. I'm Part of saying, it legitimately was. I think that there's still the pomp and circumstance of voting, of announcing the teams, even though we like acknowledge that it's all kind of BS, right? Like. I still think it matters. I think they would still announce an all-star team. When I, yeah, well, that's silly that. if you're not going to play a game, I think. Um, I'm not saying I think it should determine who gets home field advantage in the World Series, right? That's not how I'm, I feel. But, like, I think that there is a, an extent of tradition involved where, first of all, the skills competitions, the bunting one's all fun and, and cheeky. I like it. I could see there being an argument for, like, throwing accuracy from the outfield and all that stuff, and that could be kind of fun. But trying to, like, get maximum velocity is asking for trouble from pitchers. Like, the teams wouldn't have that. Okay. And, you know, I just kind of... There might be certain things I don't do, but instead they replace it with a hitting your spot challenge or something like that. I'd probably still just leave it alone. Uh, John Proctor agrees with you, so you, that's not that's not a good sign for nice. you. Uh, expanded skills is fun for a while, but I like the game being a game. I don't always watch, but that, that this is why I'm asking the question. You, you admit you don't always watch. Uh, and but also, the game's not really a game; it's a sham it's game not. at the end of the day. It's, it's it's lame. It's awful. There's nothing about it that's worth watching. I think I genuinely I think there are people that like watch for the introductions and then turn around like they just it's the tell me I'm pretty thing like I want to see my favorite player be introduced before the crowd and then I'm good I'm I'm out of it I, I have nothing else I don't even I don't care at all it is nothing for me whatsoever I'm so out on that and I'm for way more skills competitions because skills competitions at least can be cool um, I'm not telling that I would make it appointment viewing that I would have to watch, but I would be more inclined to watch that type of thing than I would be to watch an all-star game. I'm so out on all-star games. I would feel differently, ironically, about the NFL. Well, I think the NFL would be a no-brainer. The NFL... Like the Pro Bowl, get rid of it, turn it into skills competitions exclusively, and that's so much more fun. 1,000%. Yeah. And that, that one, I think, is is obvious. It's I'd, too easy to make into a would-you-rather scenario. Sure. This one, I, for whatever reason, there are still people that pretend like Major League Baseball All-Star Game is a thing and, and care about it. I will never understand that because there is nothing there. I'll quickly knock out number three because we're here. Number three, would you rather... You're Tory Craig, but not really. You're a player, any player... Who's played a two first years? Can't trust him. That's a good point. Ten year plus career. Tory Craig isn't there yet, but you know might. Uh, ten year plus career in a professional. You count sport. his tenure at Boston College. Right. He had a, yeah. had a wonderful Boston right. College career. Everybody knows that. I got to think of who I'm who I'm conflating Tory Craig with. There was a player that had a similar name. Damian. Don't. I, wasn't Damian Rice the Miami guy? He. That's. I think that Matt Ryan has two first names. Also. All right. Let's just get to the Would You Rather Wednesday question presented by Glory Days Grill. Um, it's would you rather your only ring comes from a team that beat you in the finals? I hope that it's not the case, but there is some scenario by which the Bucks win the finals and Tory Craig gets a ring because he was on the Bucks earlier in the season. Or you never win a ring at all. And do you at least get to the finals in another scenario? Well, you couldn't. No, you could. You no, you would. wouldn't necessarily win it. You, you could no. be the losing team in the finals. Oh, and yeah, not yeah, get absolutely. A ring, yeah. No, because 100%. in this scenario, either you get the ring 
because right. What you're saying in the scenario where you never win a championship, yeah. you could still make at all. Lose. You could still make a finals, but then you're you not Tory Craig in this scenario. Well, you're not Tory Craig this year. Okay, yeah. I mean, like they could still do it next year. Like this is I. You could still make a finals. You would just never win a championship. But you're also not guaranteed. No, to get there. not at all. I would rather get the ring. Okay, why? At the very least, in this scenario, you've made the finals. You go home with the ring. You have something in the trophy case. You have a story to tell the grandkids. There's probably... Is that a story you want to tell? There's probably incentives in your contract somewhere. Potentially. I doubt that. I mean, to when I it comes time to go back to the negotiate. All right. Yeah, I wholeheartedly doubt that's a thing. If nothing else, you can live the rest of your years as an Uncle Rico and show the kids across town the ring that you won, tell them the stories <laughs> about the time you were a champion, okay. and live in glory forever. Or you could just sell it. I mean, that you could too, sell actually, it. That's yeah. an option. Right. But I mean, I'm, presumably, I'm, I'm agreeing with Simon, even though it's not something I would show off. Right? I wouldn't. I, it's not. There would be no pride I, I, attached I, 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 to I it. I don't think selling selling a ring anymore gets you like forty grand. At, uh, not even that. These days, all the gems they put in them, you know, like there's a lot of no, diamonds they, in those rings. The, the market has not play, laid that out. The market has been like rings get you about twenty grand. If you had a ten plus year career as a professional athlete. I, like the, the still, twenty grand being the difference for you, whatever I'll take it. Anyway. Is truly problematic. I would still take it. I mean, the idea that you know you're kind of a footnote and it's mildly interesting. I get it. I wouldn't be displaying the ring front and center. I'm so confused. Then what's the point? Just having it. You know, having something in your possession that does okay, mark see, your I, career I don't get to an this extent. At all. I'm a shameless human being, though, so I would not mind presenting it whatsoever. I'd probably wear it around I, town. It, I would probably. It would. It would be a reminder of your biggest professional sadness. You're acting like it's my fault we lost. Yeah. I'm not saying it's directly your fault that you lost, but you were part of the team that lost. I think that it's there are. There are worse things than losing in the championship. I'd Nobody's rather, saying there's worse. I'd there rather worse. lose in the finals than go zero and sixteen or zero and eighty-two somehow or whatever the hell. Right? I like, mean, I hear you. I think it still tells the story of of reaching the pinnacle and falling short. Right? I don't. Like, I don't need to remind. Nobody ever wears their Western like there are teams Ray that. Thank you. Nobody ever actually wears their AFC championship ring because it's a reminder of what they didn't accomplish. It's How why the we gem all get in the pool, it's all we ma- it's why we all make fun of the Colts for hanging up the AFC finalist banner. It's a joke. Nobody does that. But you still get to go, right? Like it's still important for guys to get to go to the Super Bowl and no. have that like build up and be able to travel and go through the process. Of it, and I have to think that's still worth something. I, I, oh, no chance, Nick Kelly. I don't think I could ever wear a ring if I wasn't on the team when it won the title. So I'd rather not even win the ring in this scenario. From uh, John Proctor, odd situation that I can't believe hasn't happened before. Um, well, no, it's it's happened. Like it's it's happened in others. I don't know if it's happened in the NBA before, but it's happened in other sports. There have been other stories of guys. There was a a, a pitcher a couple years ago who had been on both teams in the World Series and was guaranteed a ring one way or the other. This has occurred. Wasn't uh, this the Anderson or, or who wasn't there the Cleveland Golden State finals? I want to say somebody had played on both teams during the course of the season. Um, this has happened before. This is not new, um, but he agrees with you guys. I would want it hopefully on the winning. No, you don't get to be on the winning side, John. Jesus, this is not hard. 
You don't get to say hopefully on the winning no, we side. Can still hope we win, no, yeah. I'm telling you, you're not on the winning side. You were at one point. I've given you the answer. You're not on the winning side. But you were at still one get point. the ring. Jesus Christ. From Derek, there is absolutely no way that I would ever want a ring from the team that beat me for a championship. That's insane. Anyone that would take that is nuts. What if it's like going against like Michael Jordan or LeBron James, right? You're I mean Wouldn't that still be kind of cool? Like I played with him and then I got beat by the best player ever kind of thing. I, do you want to? Like you, you could you could then embellish the story as the years went on and talk about how close. Like you, you know, were the internet is not going away. No, like might. the internet is still going to exist just wait. for forever. You just wait. Like, These grids are going to get too hot. I think the problem burn. just says Glenn has too much shame. Like as someone who carries no shame whatsoever, I I, I have shame about. So, I can't imagine. You know what? I feel far differently. If I lost in the first round of the playoffs, and the team that I had been on earlier in the year had gone on to win the title. Then you would take the ring. I would line. probably be completely okay. capable of taking that ring. I can see that. And scenario saying probably. I had a yeah. role on that team that ended up, you know, I, I helped them win a couple of games. That helped them get home. I played a part in that. But to be reminded constantly of getting there and losing, no. No effing chance. I don't want anything to do with that. No friggin' way that's the case. There are a lot of guys that are like, dude, I you know, I don't feel great about this, but like I do feel like I had something to do with the team that won. But the team that beat you, the reason why you didn't actually win a championship being something that you're gonna celebrate, I can't I didn't say celebrate. You would I mean this you isn't got a celebration. Jesus. It's just having something, you know? Yeah, if you say yeah. so. If you say so. Continue to get me your responses uh, for Would You Rather Wednesday, brought to you by Glory Days Grill. We will share them out as the day goes on at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Glenn Clark Radio. Those are the ways to get in. Simon Abdomarium, remind everybody quickly. July 15th and 16th, Baltimore Pizza Company on Facebook, at Baltimore Pizza underscore co on Instagram. Get in, DM, call, text, carrier pigeon by whatever means, order your pizza. Uh, tell me what time you want to pick it up. I've we'll done all of those. Ready By the way, you. I've done all of those things and getting in touch with Simon over the yeah, Where does the pigeon dock? I don't really know, actually. Just some way the message gets to me. Yeah. I, it's I've a got, different I, type of docking. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, pizza. Pizza. It's great. It's only going to be here for two nights, and then it's going to go away for an indiscriminate amount of time. So get it while it lasts. All right. Very good. Thank you for stopping by, pal. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, today's show also oh you know what a quick reminder Stan the Fan has two great shows for you every week if you missed it on Monday night he and Ross Grimsley caught up with El Presidente former Orioles pitcher Dennis Martinez you know you normally say goodbye during the I'm going to break normally you would wait I thought you had like another bit going I oh my god I gotta run sorry bye Simon love you buddy love you pal there's Simon Habdemarium said he was coming in for 10 minutes this morning had plenty more time I love you what a weirdo I know I love him so much. Uh, go, this pizza is really good, by the way. It's very Tasty. good. Very good pizza, the Baltimore Pizza Company. The Glen, I recommend highly. It's outstanding. And the Baltimore White was tremendous. All right. Uh, Stan the Fan and Ross caught up with El Presidente Dennis Martinez on Monday night. And tonight, Stan and Gary are chatting with legendary local lacrosse coach Tony Seaman um, on Facebook Live, facebook.com slash Sports. If you missed the shows live, they're available the next day, pressboxonline.com. Stan Shows, as always, brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. When we come back in, we are going to spend a couple minutes chatting. We're going to get back into the NIL topic. A lot of people think about NIL on big levels, but it impacts every level, and we're going to learn a little bit more about that. Still to come this hour, D.L. Hall is going to join us. You've heard of him, and uh, we got to get to the young Utes as well. 
It's a Wednesday edition, a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of Glenn Clark Radio, presented by Glory Days Grill, and we're in the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio. Sports and Social Maryland is bringing the ultimate UFC fight night experience to you at Live Casino and Hotel. Watch Dustin Poirier take on the former champion, Conor McGregor, and get the ringside feeling with our state-of-the-art AV system and stadium seating. They take sports viewing to the next level with a massive 100-foot media wall, 47-foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, extensive beer selection, big eats, in-venue gaming, bowling, and more. They're raising the sports bar at Sports and Social Maryland. Come see for yourself. Tickets now on sale for UFC 264 at sportssocialmd.com. That's sportssocialmd.com. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Here it Watch out! For the first time, the PGA Tours FedEx Cup Playoffs is coming to Maryland. The top 70 players in the world converge on Caves Valley Golf Club for the 2021 BMW Championship, August 24th through 29th, 2021. Baltimore's iconic and challenging course provides the perfect test as the playoffs heat up. Tickets are now available. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Visit BMWChampionship.com today. Hey everybody, this is Chris Ruling from Great Eights Memorabilia, and we want to invite you out to Jimmy's Famous Seafood on Sunday, July 25th. We will be there for the Casey Cares Return to Training Camp Crab Feast with Baltimore Raven linebacker Tyus Bowser. Tickets are on sale now at GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. That's Great, the number eight, letter S, Memorabilia.com. And remember, you always have a chance to be great. Redefine your skills, inspire change, and make a difference. The Army offers the new generation of youth the ability to be part of something bigger than themselves, while also improving who they will become individually. Soldiers have the ability to impact the world in many different ways. The Army supports humanitarian missions ranging from the COVID-19 response to natural and man-made disasters. Visit GoArmy.com forward slash Baltimore. The journey begins on remote mountain farms and plantations in the lush tropical regions of countries like Colombia and Brazil, where the best coffee beans are grown. The beans are harvested by hand, carefully sorted, bagged, shipped, and finally roasted. And the journey ends as your cup of rich, flavorful Royal Farms coffee, the freshest and best coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Hi, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. When it comes to cost and quality, Window Nation has you covered, saving you thousands more on your windows compared to national brands while providing the same, if not better, quality. Want detail? Window Nation measures each window three times to ensure proper fit. And after they install your new windows, they leave your home cleaner than it was before. Get 50% off every style window plus put no money down make no payments and pay no interest for 24 months 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com tell them glenn clark sent you window nation the perfect fit the latest edition of press box is available now on the cover thomas kenzora profiles university of maryland quarterback talia tongavailoa and his chance to deliver the terps to big 10 prominence this year also inside bo smolka breaks down the ravens offensive line a look at coppin state's olympic connection and much more press box is available for free at over 500 area locations including 60 royal farm stores and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the orioles ravens and terps 
at PressBoxOnline.com. You are out. You are listening to Glenn Clark Radio. Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. All right, back in here on GCR from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio of PressBox. Continue to get me your responses for Would You Rather Wednesday, brought to you by Glory Days Grill and we will continue to share them throughout the course of the day. Today's show also brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. Uh, KZ gets in for Would You Rather Wednesday, leave the All-Star game as it is. I don't ever want to win the ring. It's like you didn't really even win it if you lost. That's my point exactly. That's my, I can't fathom. Don't, don't give me that ring. It's not, it's not mine. I, come on, man. I lost. I don't want anything to do with that. Um, from Jeff. Jeff says, Glenn, appreciate your column about Aaron Wiggins yesterday. Do you think it's possible that there is some more nuance that's involved here? I get that it's not really what fans are talking about, but do you think it's possible that some players truly would be better served as a whole if they spent more time developing, but that there is someone who is giving them advice to try to go make money quicker because they're going to get a piece of it? I mean, is it possible? What what did Kevin Garnett say? Possible is nothing. That's what he said loudly on the floor after. Is it possible? Sure, it's possible. Is it relevant to the conversation? No. And also, does it? I mean, we know how the NBA operates. Well, I mean, I again, mean, they it, value youth. There's just not a likelihood that any. The likelihood is slim that players are drastically changing their draft stock. I mean, like I said, if he can turn himself into a 55% three point shooter. Maybe, maybe. But if NBA teams think you could do that, they typically draft keeping that in mind, too. And and I still don't think it's drastically changing your stock at that point. So, I, no. is my it, like My answer isn't that it's impossible. It's that the possibility of it isn't relevant. It just doesn't really matter all that much, that particular possibility. All right. Um, still to come, D.L. Hall is going to join us from the uh, Bowie Bay Sox, one of the uh, top pitching prospects, obviously, not only in the Orioles system, but in all of baseball. Joining us now, I got to, gonna, I got to know this man uh, during his time when he was at Hartford Community College as I was helping them out with uh, Fighting Owls Weekly. Now he is the interim AD at Howard Community College. And when we talk about NIL, and we've been talking about it a lot. We had Brian Barrio, the uh, athletic director from UMBC, on the other day. We often talk about the big stories, like this let's bring back the U story down at Miami where a booster wants to give every player on the football team thousands of dollars in order to try to get more players to choose to come to Miami and change the program. Those are the big stories that get all the attention, but I don't think people realize that it impacts all of college athletics, even the junior college level. Mike Smelkinson, he is, of course, as I mentioned, the interim AD at Howard, and he is with us here on GCR. Mike, it's Glenn. It's good to chat with you again, man. Hope you're doing well. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. It's great to catch up with you. Mike, can you explain to people that like don't understand that this is not just about the quarterback at Alabama being able to make some money. Like, can you explain how NIL is a factor, even for for the the, the student athletes at the junior college level? 
Absolutely. I think uh, a lot of people don't realize that even in the NJCAA and the junior college level, there's there's levels to to our level. We have Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three for junior college as well, and a lot of people aren't aware of that. And you know, you go different places in the country, and you have some big schools with dorms and and meal plans and the whole nine for for junior colleges. And um, in our region, we have a high level of of basketball and and baseball and other sports. And um, certainly the NIL legislation will will trickle down to our level, you know, maybe just on a smaller scale, so to speak. And um, I think it's great, you know, and I think it's a learning, it's a chance to to teach the student athletes um, about how to conduct them themselves, how to market themselves. You know, you now have the ability to, to, you know, make some money, you know, companies can pay you things like that. And it's important to carry yourself the right way and give off a good impression to, to the community, the college and, and everyone involved. So I'm excited about it. I'm excited to have the conversations uh, with with our student athletes here at Howard Community College about it. And, um, you know, I, I think it's a good thing for, for college athletics. Obviously, the NCAA's rule has it does not govern you guys. But does do you know that the, the Jordan McNair Safe and Fair Play Act that was introduced in Maryland, is, is that something that will impact you if – the decision isn't made by the NJCAA as a whole. I think so. And the NJCAA just released a statement on June 30th. So about a week ago, Okay. Um, just with some new bylaws, um, really broad, you know, they're keeping it pretty broad now, but it looks like they are monitoring everything very closely. And usually they try to, um, go with what the NCAA is okay. going with. Okay. Um, so, um, but, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm a proud member of the NJCAA. I think they're really moving in the right direction and doing some really good things. Christopher Parker um, has done a great job of coming in and, and marketing the NJCAA. And, um, you know, I just think it, it is, there, there are, you know, state to state, um, I guess restrictions, and I'm learning more sure, about it myself. Sure, right. But, um, you have to be in compliance with your state law. Is is how the NJCAA is interpreting it. So. Okay. So it's so, and I, I think if I remember right, the uh, Jordan McNair Act was not going to go into effect uh, on the NIL side for another two years. So, um, right. We will see how that plays out. You, you of course, on top of being um, interim athletic director at Howard, you're a coach, right? Like you're the the basketball coach there. Wh- yeah. What what concerns might you have as a coach about the impact of something like this? People talk about, you know, in, in inequity that one player is getting a lot and another player doesn't. I'm sure that's not going to be as significant at your level when it gets there. But like, who knows? Maybe there's somebody who's really popular as a a video game player on Twitch and is doing something that other guys aren't doing. Do you have any concerns at all as a coach about this? I, I don't have any immediate concerns. I think, you know, a lot of people may say that this is the tip of the iceberg, so to speak. So it'll be interesting to see how it evolves and how it, how it plays out um, more so at, at the bigger schools and the four-year schools. 
But um, no, I, I view this as as an opportunity for our student athletes to to you know to be able to market themselves and promote themselves, and I view it as a a good thing. And I think as it stands right now, it's fair, you know, to all student athletes. They all have the opportunity to do that. Um, and like I said, I think we'll just see how it evolves. I mean, I think that's a fair way of saying it. He's Mike Smelkinson. He's the interim athletic director at Howard Community College, and he's with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. Um, Mike, can you just give us an overview? I think, again, we, we, we miss out on these things. The last year, it's been crazy. I don't know what athletics look like at Howard over the course of the last year. Um, what were you guys able to do? What were you not able to do? And how much of an impact um, did the year have on, on the program as a whole? Yeah, so it it has been crazy, um, to say the least, at our school, because we have a lot going on. We have uh, construction starting in August for a brand-new math and athletics complex. Oh, wow. Which is around a $100 million Wait, is, hang on, is, is it a shared complex between math it's and athletics? Share, it, it, it is an innovative shared That's uh, kind of fascinating. That is going to combine math and athletics. And so basically what we have is the our athletic center and our math building are the two oldest um, buildings on our campus. And we saw an opportunity for this, and it's been a long time coming, and it's happening. And so we're excited for construction to start. Now, at the same time, um, our building, our, our current gym is being used as a vaccination clinic for our community. Okay. So we, it, so during the 1920 season, um, 2019, 2020, we hosted the region tournament and won the region tournament. And we were headed to Danville, Illinois as the number eight team in the country oh. getting ready for oh. the national tournament. And, um, that's when COVID hit. And so we had the, they, the NJCA canceled the national tournament and we haven't been in our gym since because it's been one thing after the other. Um, and so what I, what, what's happened is, I've truly been inspired by my players because they have handled everything like champions and they have stuck with it and they could have transferred. They could have said, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to another school that is, you know, that has gym access. It's having, we had to cancel our 2020, 2021 season. Most of the schools in our region had to, okay. um, but I think our guys understand the, you know, that it's bigger than them and that we are here to serve the community and that by opening up our gym, you know, to, to be able to get uh, the community vaccination shots, you know, it's, it's bigger, it's bigger than, than them. And so we've been practicing outside. We practice outside through the winter. You know, there were some days it was snowing and we were Jeez. we were getting shots up. Wow. Um, and even now we're making plans to use um, some external facilities to get back indoors. And we are paced to, to have a season this year. And, you know, I, I've just been my, – my guys have been just with us every step of the way and they've made me work harder as a – as a coach and then as an administrator 
And so I'm I'm so excited for the guys to to have a season this year. Obviously, it, it sounds year, by the way like they should have been shooting another scene as an of last chance you with you guys during the course yes. of all of this. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean. I, I couldn't even watch the last chance you because um, oh, it felt too real basketball one because it was just gonna give me flashbacks. Yeah, to, yeah, to what no, happened to us, no doubt, know? man. It's it's one of the most painful scenes I've ever watched in television. Like it, it, yeah, you know, it is it is brutal watching that, and obviously you know, like you had to live it. What that moment was like. I've got to think. Um, I'm not the first person to come up with the idea of the athletic complex. Hmm. Mm, that is probably what it should be called if it doesn't have like a corporate sponsorship, right? <laughs> that, so that that has been discussed, yeah, um, and internally at, at plenty of meetings. I think uh, that's funny. I think we're going with the MAC, the Math and Athletics Complex. It's okay. It's it. okay. It's not as good. Like, no. <laughs> it's yeah. not as good. But you guys, when you guys come back, the, the presumably, I know there's a lot of turnover at the JUCO level, but I'm assuming that the expectation is going to be right back to where it was, that the expectation is going to be to go in and compete for another championship this season. Yeah, and the, the thing is um, – no, no one got charged with a season. We didn't have a season last year, so I and I feel I feel bad for all the high school seniors out there because there's a backlog, you know, with with uh, the blanket waiver from from last season. You know, seniors can come back and play another year, and it it has it has a big effect even for us, you know. So we have every we have a lot of guys back, the freshmen from the team that that would have went to nationals. They still, I mean, we still feel like we were supposed to be competing, you know, for a national championship. So they're hungry, they're focused, they've been sticking with it. They, I can't wait. I mean, and the other thing is, once we get back in the gym, a lot of the shots that we've been shooting and the wind has carried it over the basket, they're going to. <laughs> They're gonna go in when we're in the gym, you know. So, and it's it's actually been it's actually been good for me because I grew up playing on the playground, yeah. playing outside. Yeah. So to get the guys outside and scraping their knees up a little bit, you know, they get back inside and they start making shots that they've been missing outside. I don't so. I don't know if you remember they did that first the first time they tried doing a game on a boat was that Michigan State Carolina game and it was <laughs> phenomenal, right? It was incredible. Yeah. And then they went back to do it again the next year and it was Syracuse and someone I don't remember who it was but it was maybe the worst game in the history of basketball because they were playing on a windy day. Yeah. And it was exactly. miserable. And so they decided, all right, we're done with these. We're not going to try to do them anymore. Oh, because I it was so bad. I forgot about that. Yeah. That, that, was, that was a good thing. That you know, was a good one. I remember I mean, the that. first one was awesome. The first one was one of the coolest things I've ever done in the history of college yeah. basketball. And then, unfortunately, yeah, we remembered weather was still real. and We couldn't control it, unfortunately. Um, uh, Coach, appreciate you taking a couple of minutes for us. Uh, happy that you guys are going to be able to get back out there and uh, looking forward to seeing how this plays out. Uh, it's at Coach Smelk HCC on Twitter. That's how you follow him. Coach, uh, best of luck this coming season. We'll be in touch. Thank you for doing this this morning. Thank you very much. Take care. Coach Mike Smelkinson, of course, the interim athletic director at uh, Howard Community College. Appreciate him taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. Um... Do we have enough time to do uh, Utes, or should we take the break and do Utes after we talk to D.L. Hall? Probably. Um, you maybe knock out one of them, but eh, let's maybe just, you just wait. We'll yeah. just do it. We'll take. We have one more break to take, right? I'm not. Yeah. I'm not crazy.
Well, I, I might be crazy, but it's I still I'm still right about that. Uh, today's show is also brought to you by Window Nation. 50% off all styles of windows. Plus, no money down, no payments, no interest for two full years. Right now, when you call Window Nation, 866-90-NATION, or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. You don't have to do that in order to get the deal. I put a little money on Chapavalov today, so... Nervy moments when he went down 2-1. Nervy moments, but uh, Shapovalov is on to the semis as he beats Hatching off in five sets. Um, 866-90-NATION, windownation.com. Tell him Glenn Clark sent you. Window Nation, the perfect fit. We'll come back in. D.L. Hall is going to join us. You're familiar with his work. We'll chat with him next. Glenn Clark Radio from Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio. Here it Watch out! Oh, For the first time, the PGA Tours FedEx Cup Playoffs is coming to Maryland. The top 70 players in the world converge on Kays Valley Golf Club for the 2021 BMW Championship, August 24th through 29th, 2021. Baltimore's iconic and challenging course provides the perfect test as the playoffs heat up. Tickets are now available. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Visit BMWChampionship.com today. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. Baseball is back in full in 2021, and the bat around has got you covered from bell to bell. Hi, I'm Paul Valley, and you can catch me along with my co-host, Zach Goodman, every Saturday morning from 10 to 12 on the bat around right here at Press Box Sports. We'll break down every win, every loss, and everything in between, plus tell you who we take to rake each week as the Orioles look to get back in the hunt and bring competitive baseball back to Baltimore. Catch us at PressBoxOnline.com slash TheBatAround or at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. That's the bat around every Saturday morning from 10 to 12 right here at Press Box sports it takes time to get rich flavorful coffee beans from the lush mountain regions of colombia and brazil to royal farms but less than a minute to get yourself a delicious hot cup of the finest and freshest coffee in the world because royal farms new swiss made coffee machines grind those rich flavorful coffee beans and brew them one magnificent cup at a time it's why royal farms makes the freshest and best coffee in the world real fresh real fast royal farms Redefine your skills, inspire change, and make a difference. The Army offers the new generation of youth the ability to be part of something bigger than themselves, while also improving who they will become individually. Soldiers have the ability to impact the world in many different ways. The Army supports humanitarian missions ranging from the COVID-19 response to natural and man-made disasters. Visit GoArmy.com forward slash Baltimore. This is Nothing but net. All right, back in here on GCR from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio. I keep trying to figure out this math. This this event that's happening at Jimmy's Famous Seafood on July 25th, 
The return to training camp crab feast. This is insane. $108. And I'm not trying to pretend like that's nothing. $108 is real money, right? But for $108, you're getting a crab feast. On top of that, an all-you-can-eat buffet of Jimmy's Seafood Favorites. On top of that, open bar. That alone, the damage that I could do just for food and open bar is hundreds of dollars worth. Can't help but think about the Detroiters scene. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. 100%. I, I don't know what, if, if I walked in, what the, va- what the dollar amount would be for me to just eat crabs and Jimmy's seafood favorites all night with an open bar. In a, in a world where I still live that way, right? Like, you tell ten, Glenn from 10 years ago, I have no idea what the actual freight would be for me of something like that. Throw in on top of that your VIP meet and greet with Tyus Bowser. And on top of that, part of what you're paying is a donation to Casey Cares. And the math seems unbelievable to me. Go right now to GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. The number eight, GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. In order to get your tickets, the return to training camp crab feast at Jimmy's Famous Seafood coming up on July 25th to benefit Casey Cares. Yes, John from Little Rock. Are you kidding me? I would crush that Jimmy's deal. Man, it's insane to me. $108 for all of that. And again, I get it. That's not, that's not nothing. I get $108 is a real amount of money. Still, what you're getting for your 108 bucks, that is, that's, that's unreal. Truly unreal. Um, encourage you right now to go to GreatEightsMemorabilia.com and uh, get your tickets for the Return to Training Camp Crab Feast, which is coming up on July 25th. Um, from uh, some more responses for Would You Rather Wednesday are coming in. Would You Rather Wednesday brought to you by Glory Days Grill. John, by the way, is also changing his answer again. <laughs> yeah, no way I could live without BLTs, so I'm going to have to go with the pizza here. I thought that would be the, the sandwich. That would be the one, right? Miss, like, that yeah. would be the one to I me. I don't know what sandwich I'd most miss, but it might be just barbecue. Or, oof, See, I, I'm okay without. Ben neighborhood bird, man. Oh, yeah, that is a good sandwich. Nobody's debating that. It's a, it's a tasty sandwich. I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with you. It would diff- be difficult for me. to like. I, it's been very difficult for me in my life. The, in, in not eating bread, mm-hmm. the two most difficult ones are when I go to Chick-fil-A and I'm just like, really, we just want a spicy sandwich. That's really, Had one yesterday. Because they're phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They're just unbelievable. And then a Cuban. I cannot replicate the joy of a Cuban without bread. It cannot You're also not going to get your John's roast pork. Uh, if you remember, were you? W- w- did I do the bit with you where I just ate the meat out of the? No, I was no, I didn't that. do that with you. you were I did still that. Fat. Was, I was still fat then. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I was still Jonah Hill then. Yeah. Is what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> it was in my pre-money ball era. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did that with somebody when I went up there recently. I can't remember who it was. It's probably been a while because I haven't been to Philadelphia. It might have been Patrick Stevens. I think that, that, right. that might have been what I did, where I legitimately just ate, like, took a fork and I had him put it on the bread. I just took a fork and ate everything out of the bread, and I got a few looks. Right. Sandwiches are a it's a preferred mode of food for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I get that. Sandwiches, I, it's such a broad concept to give up sandwiches a whole that I, I can't fathom it. Uh, KZ, going to pass on the pig's blood, as I'm sure that's not kosher. And now, that I didn't think about that. I did not consider our, our, our friends in the tribe 
at all when I was laying this out. I don't know how that works. I really don't. I genuinely have no idea what the rules are for that. But I, I, I maybe you might be right. I don't. Unfortunately, I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, from Dave. Dave says, uh, Glenn, I think I'd be really interested in these skills competitions for like the first five years, and that would probably get old to me as well. That doesn't mean you don't do it, because I think in five years you could readjust to whatever, bring back the game, something along those lines. I just don't think that's going to be exciting forever. I mean, okay. Yeah, I I don't know that I disagree with that. I don't know that it will be exciting forever, but it will be different for now, and that's a good thing. And this is unrelated from uh, Andrew. Glenn, you brought up the Miami guy. Do you think the NCAA is going to step in? It seems like the point was that they didn't want schools to just have massive recruiting advantages. Well, I've said a million times. The idea that recruiting advantages should have anything to do with this is insane. Is nuts. Recruiting advantages exist throughout college athletics and always have. It was why it was so comical that the athletic director at Duke was trying to fight against it. You're Duke basketball. Yeah, you're a living recruiting advantage. All you have is recruiting advantages. And, you know, his response would be, well, we earned that because we were going to... No, 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 no. You don't get to decide what earning it means. If some dude, the American top team guy, has so much money to piss away down in Miami that he just wants to start giving it away to the, the football players there for no reason... He's got the right to do that. This thing where we get to tell other people how to spend their money makes no sense. There is absolutely no world in which the NCAA should step in. There is no world in which the government should step in. If that guy wants to sponsor every Miami football player and give them all deals, he can. And if that means that He's got so much money that he can keep doing it every year, and so players start thinking, well, I can go to Miami and, and get some of that guy's money. That's that's the way it goes. I, I, I'm not going to stop anybody from making money. I know that much. I will never be in favor of that. All right, it's time for us to make our weekly trip down to Bowie to chat with a member of the Bay Sox. Our next guest, one of the top pitching prospects, not just in the Orioles organization, but in all of baseball. He is D.L. Hall, and he joins us now here on GCR. D.L., it's Glenn and Kyle up in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you again, man. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. Yeah, no problem. Thank you guys for having me. Dude, is anybody like in the world having more fun than you, Grayson, and Adley are right now? Like, Is anybody in the world living a better life than the three of you guys? <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure there's some people out there that are, you know, doing some pretty fun things, but I, I think we're having a pretty good time, that's for sure. Can you explain to I me, mean, we've had those guys on this year, how has this all come together that, like, the three of you really have formed this, like, truly unique and special bond uh, as friends? Like, how did it all start? Was there a point that you were like, oh, man, I, you know, I, th- these are my guys. Like, can you take us through all that? Oh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, you know, I think uh, at – alternate site last year you know kind of going into alternate site I didn't really know Adley um I'd met him at spring training I didn't really know Grayson either uh kind of the same thing I met him at spring training but wasn't around him a ton and then we uh we we got sent home last year and then uh you know we went to alternate site together and we were kind of just like the three younger guys you know like we were 
we were we were all around each other because you know we were we were younger and we didn't really know anybody so we all started hanging out and then uh you know we became pretty close friends and it just kind of you know took off from there i mean it's it's a really cool thing to see it's a really cool thing to watch um and and it's something that i think are, are you guys starting to allow yourself to like envision this being something that can exist for 15 to 20 years something along those lines like you're gonna grow up together be old men together at some point with the baltimore orioles yeah yeah no it's definitely it's definitely you know something cool to think about uh you know i was i was talking about it yesterday actually it's pretty cool to think you know that that us three could be you know up there together and uh you know pretty exciting times uh you know for the orioles and you know hopefully us three can you know help you know, bring those times. 56 strikeouts in 31.2 innings pitch this season, D.L. Hall. Um, it, is there part of you that's like, I kind of wish the number was still somehow even higher? <laughs> like, would I find a, a number that everybody else loves? Or are you like, man, I think it could be better than that somehow? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I, you know, I feel like, I feel like I'm always trying to, you know, get more, get more, get more. But I go through games all the time, you know, that I pitched this year, and I'm like, Oh, that should have been a strikeout. That should have been a strikeout. Um, you know, I'm like, there should have been four or five extra strikeouts in those two games. So, yeah, I'm always looking at it, trying Dude, to. Dude, you've uh, got you know. I want to. I want people to understand this. Your the the strikeout per nine inning number is fifteen point nine two. That's perverse. Like that's an insane <laughs> number. That is bonkers. It's bat s. Like, is there something? What, take me through when you have two strikes on a hitter. What what is what is your mind like? Can you describe what is going on in your head when you are on a mound and you've got a hitter that's got two strikes? Um, with two strikes, I think you know. I think that's when I'm definitely. I, I feel like for most pitchers, that's when we're all you know at our best. Uh, you know, mental as far as our mental headspace. I feel like that's when you know it's the best because you know, we're ahead and I feel like I have control. So when I get to two strikes, the only thing I'm thinking about is, you know, I got to put this guy away right here. Um, <clears throat> you know, try and do it in, you know, once I get to two strikes, try and do it, you know, in the first, you know, pitch or the, or the one after that. What's but your... definitely just trying to, uh, you know, get four pitches or less and, and put him away. But I, all I think about is, I can't let this guy touch the ball. I want to strike out. <laughs> it's do you working. Have a, do you have a preferred out pitch, or are you kind of getting to the point now where you're comfortable going, you know, breaking ball, yeah. change up, or fastball? I, um, you know, I think that, you know, over the last couple of outings, I started, uh, you know, really just kind of, you know, basing it off of the hitter. Uh, you know, I love striking guys out with a fastball, um, you know, just running it up there. Like, uh, that's that's always fun, you know, just blowing them up. But sometimes, you know, guys are ready for that, so you got to throw other things. Yeah, I mean, you're figuring it out. I can tell that by the results. You figured it out, right. all right. DL Hall with us here on Glenn Clark Radio from the Bowie Bay Sox. DL, was there anything at all that you were worried about going into this season? And you know, you mentioned being at the alternate site, but just having not had a normal season a year ago, was there anything at all that you were worried about that, like internally? you needed to do, you needed to accomplish to know, like, okay, this didn't screw me up all that much, not having a, a normal season and, and, you know, pitching every fifth day? No, uh, you know, I think I think being at the alternate site last year kind of helped me, you know, with that, um, just because I got to throw, you know, every fifth day and <clears throat> kind of stay on a schedule. So 
So I think that was huge for me. You know, I think that that kind of it gave me somewhat of a season uh, as far as, you know, the, the stress on on my body and stuff. Uh, you know, I, think, I know the big thing, you know, this year for guys is just staying healthy after, you know, missing a whole year and then having to ramp up and throw again this year. So the big thing was just staying healthy. So we got to get back to that. <laughs> I mean, Boy, I like being healthy. Obviously, is important. Um, something that I know that you've been dealing with a little bit this year. How you feeling right now? I'm feeling great. You know, I'm doing. I'm doing a lot better. Okay. Um, hoping to, hoping to get going here soon again. So, uh, you yeah. know, just crossing my fingers and hopefully in the next couple of days, you okay. know, we'll we'll be able to get back going. So, do you? I mean, do you have a timetable in your mind? I know it's 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 been a short thing. It's not like you've been out for a while. Yeah, no, nah, hopefully, uh, I'm hoping that, you know, in a couple, you know, a few weeks, I should be, uh, I should be back up and going. Okay. That's the plan, at least. So. All right. We like the sounds of that. Uh, DL, of course, with the Bowie Bay Sox right now, they are home for the rest of this week, Richmond for the next three nights, and most importantly, actually, it's Richmond the entire time because they're doing that double series thing. Um, most importantly, this week is Top Gun week with the Bowie Bay Sox, and you can find out more right now by going to baysox.com. Deal. I asked this a couple weeks ago. Somebody else. Does Top Gun mean anything to you at all, or are you just way too young for Top Gun to be something that you cared about? Oh uh, no, I actually, I'm, I've actually seen that movie quite a few Hell times. Hell yes. Because my, my dad used to always watch it, so I, uh, I would watch it with him, and it's always been. Actually, I think I dressed up for it. Uh, as, uh, on Halloween one year. That's actually, awesome. So. <laughs> that is so cool. Now, you've never started singing You've Lost That Loving Feeling at a bar or anything like that, have nah, you? No, nah, <laughs> I, I haven't taken it that far yet. <laughs> it's the greatest scene in movie history. It's one of my favorite <laughs> moments ever. Um, uh, get down celebrate Top Gun Week this week with the Bowie Bay Sox. Again, get your tickets, baysox.com. Um, DL, I was, you know, I was talking about the friendship, but the whole vibe, uh, at Bowie this season and obviously like the, the gas cans and, and Grayson getting there and the attention that's being paid on you guys, has it started to give you a feel of what's to come? Does it give you a more genuine excitement about what's happening within the organization and where you guys are headed when this all comes together? Oh yeah, for sure. You know, being able to see those, you know, those crowds, uh, in Bowie, you know, it's been a lot better this year. Uh, just with all, you know, all the guys we have and the excitement surrounding the team, the, you know, the crowds have been a lot better. And, and it's been, you know, on, on certain nights, you know, we've had, you know, Orioles fans have really, you know, showed up. And, and it's been a lot of fun to, you know, kind of experience that atmosphere. And, you know, those, you know, those true fans coming out and supporting us, it's, it's been awesome. So hopefully, you know, we can – we can bring that winning spirit to uh, to to Baltimore one day. I mean, I, we're starting to get particularly excited about it. Um, uh, the, the thing that Adley does, where he goes and greets you guys at the mound after an inning, can can you tell me a little bit about that and and what it's meant to you? I don't know if you've ever had a, a catcher that did something yeah. like that, and what you guys talk about, and and what it's done to develop that relationship further, and maybe even help you grow as a pitcher. Um, yeah, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think it's different for a lot of guys. Um, I, I personally, I've never had a catcher do that, um, until Adley. Um, but you know, it's, it's a, for me, I, I enjoy it because, you know, I feel like, you know, it's, it's just positive energy. Um, you know, he always, you know, comes jogging up to, you, you know, with a little grin on his face or something after, you know, maybe made somebody look dumb, you know, bad swing or something. 
and you know he always comes up with a little grin on his face like hey you know we got it great pitch you executed it and you know just small talk like that so it always just brings you know positive energy and, and we just start discussing you know what happened with those hitters or uh you know what what we're gonna do with the next the next inning that's cool man it's really cool. i always like to imagine that like one inning maybe he just like you're expecting him to recap the last the pitch or something like that and instead he walks up and he's just like hey do you see that dude with his shirt off in left field like i just like to imagine uh, that he tries 100 keep... percent, okay. 100 he, 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 he does that for sure <laughs> i actually he did it to me one time this year and i it was a i want to say it was like my second or third start he came, he came running up there and he was like, hey, did you hear that uh, guy in the stands or something like that? And I was like, no, I had no idea. I didn't hear anything. You're like expecting some baseball now. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, dude, I think somebody in the dugout farted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just trying to keep it loose, man. That's cool, though. That's cool. Um, and I, and I, it, it seems like something that you guys genuinely enjoy, right, that you want him to keep doing. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I enjoy it. I think, you know, it's like it's kind of new. Um, you know, I feel like you don't see a lot of the, uh, you know, the older guys doing it or anything, but, yeah. you know, for, for him, that's kind of his thing. And, and, uh, I feel like as long as the pitchers, you know, like it and enjoy it, then I think it'll definitely stick. I mean, I know I don't mind it. And so we'll see. <laughs> what, what kind of, I mean, look, walks were a bit of an issue for you earlier in your minor league career. And we read a lot about how in the off season and at the alternate site, you sort of revamped your command and came out looking entirely different. I mean, how big has that development for you been toward getting to where, you know, you're capable of getting. Oh, it's definitely been huge. You know, that's something that, you know, I kind of hold near and dear to my heart because like you said, I've heard it my entire, you know, minor league career and everything. So, it's kind of a, uh, you know, it, it it gets annoying, uh, you know, to say the least, uh, you know, hearing it over and over again. So, you know, this year, um, you know, with alternate site and this off season, I told myself I was like, you know what, I'm going to come back and I'm not going to I'm not going to give them any reason to uh, you know, to talk about that anymore and you know, this year, uh, you know, before the injury, I was doing a whole lot better with it. I had uh, I had one outing. I think that I had like four walks. Um, I was getting squeezed by the umpire a little bit and just kind of <laughs> di- didn't have my didn't have my stuff. And just one of those days where everything kind of compiled on top of each other, and it kind of made my walk rate go up a little bit. But other than that, I feel like I've you know improved a lot with it, uh, especially in comparison to you know, 2019. So that was my big thing is I just wanted to improve and get better on it. And I feel like I did. So I'm ready to uh, get, I'm just, you know, I'm ready to get back on the field and, and continue to do that and continue to show that, you know, I'm, I can, I can pitch too, not just, you know, throw hard. To speak to that walks per nine down from, you know, as you mentioned, 6.02 in 2019 down to four or five, five. And, and, and we blame that one umpire for the number even being that high. If, if not, if not for him, who knows? The number would probably be nothing at this point. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The- I, I, uh, it was, it was one of the tougher days, but you know, it happened, you know, hopefully he went home and, and Hey, can I ask genuinely, DL, just because I haven't, you know, it's, it's something I haven't thought to ask you guys, um, it, gripping the ball now, the, the way the rules have changed, um, is it something that, that has been a real, like, you know, it's, is it something that, that has affected you in any way now with so little options for trying to get grip of the ball? 
Um, you know, I feel like it's it's not a huge deal uh, for myself personally, and uh, you know, a lot of our guys. Um, I feel like you know, with the minor leagues, um, it's a little bit different just because we have different balls. Um, so it's not it's not quite as tough to grip a minor league baseball as it is a big league ball, just because the new big league balls are so slick. But yeah. I feel like we don't have as big a problem with it as uh, as the big leaguers do. That's a good point. That's a really good point, and something that you'll have to you'll you'll have to deal with when you get there. Obviously, yeah. will be what yeah. comes up with that. Uh, all right, so this is good. This is from Dave. He wants to know um, between the two, between you and Grayson, who's Goose and who's Maverick. Uh, mm, man, I don't know. I'd have to say I'm Maverick. I mean, it's, it, that's the correct answer, Avi. And if he, and if we talk, and if we asked him, he well, he might he would, not know. No, he's the one. Yeah, that he did didn't say. Remember, he yeah. said he had never watched Top Gun at all. But he, if he knew, he would have to say he's Maverick as well, right? Like that's yeah, the, yeah, you, for you, sure. You have to operate that way. That's the way you have to think. <laughs> all right, we'll uh, we'll give you your turn to talk trash about basketball as well. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Oh, you, you want you want me to give my opinion on it now? Yeah, we, yeah. yeah. I mean, you obviously you think you'd win. I don't. Obviously, I, I've I've told Grayson this a couple times, but I uh, I don't do much talking uh, as far as basketball goes because I know that Grayson isn't going to be much competition to me <laughs> um, on the basketball court. I don't think he has the uh, the agility or the the footwork to uh, keep up with me. I think he's a little too long and lanky. That's funny. Oh, that's funny. He's a talker too, I by he, great. I oh, I know. He's, He's a talker, man. He's a hell of a talker, isn't he? He was like, he oh, was like, yeah. not only am I the best basketball player, but if I was a catcher, I'd be a better catcher than Adley. Like, he's a talker, <laughs> dude. He runs his yeah. mouth. Yeah, he enjoys it. He enjoys it, but it's okay. Me and him, will, one off season, we'll get on a basketball court somewhere, and I'll, uh, I'll be able to. You know, quiet him down a little bit for Who, a little while. Give me the player. Give me the basketball player that your game is most similar to. Uh, well, I mean, I grew up. I, I grew up watching. You know, I was a big Kobe Bryant fan. So I, I, mean, I uh, you know, I was a big fan of him. I grew up watching him and, and Kevin Durant um, and Kyrie Irving. So those three, I try. You know, maybe not quite as good as them, but that's what I try <laughs> to do. Like, so. we'll <laughs> settle. Basketball was my first love. So we'll, we'll settle for you being the baseball equivalent of those guys. We'll settle for that as the years go on. Uh, and by the way, the first couple guys, uh, I was like, so you just never passed, is what you were saying. So you just never passed the yeah. basketball. Is what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Hey, uh, DL, what can we plug for you, man? Social media wise, it's at DL underscore Hall thirty three on Twitter, correct? Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then what? Uns- Instagram is uh, at DL underscore Hall 03. Yeah, very good. Give him a follow in those spots. And, again, Top Gun Week all week with the Bowie Bay Sox, including the Austin Gloveman Hayes bobblehead. Um, tonight, tomorrow night, uh, you can get that. I think, I think all throughout the week they're doing that for the first 100 fans at each game uh, this week at Bowie is that Austin Gloveman Hayes bobblehead, which is so cool. DL, uh, uh, may you be uh, back to on the mound very soon, and may the strikeouts continue to be astronomical for you. Thank you so much for taking the time for us this morning, dude. Continued health and success, all right? Thank you guys for having me. Enjoyed it, as always. Appreciate you. DL Hall checking in with us here on GCR. Um, and, again, get out to the Bay Sox this week. BaySox.com is the website. 
for you to get your tickets to be out there for Top Gun Week all week long. Love me some DL Hall. Today's show also brought to you by Mobile One. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. As we wind down, it's uh, it's about that time. Beautiful, just beautiful. I mean, I'm just a, it's a, it's a, an epic musical performance <coughs> for me truly, every day. Truly is. It's time for Young Utes. I guess while I'm gone, you're gonna have to do the whistling. Do you want to practice it? I don't need to practice. Oh, you think? I would I'm like. I would like whistler. to. I would like to hear you. I'm a better whistle than you. Mm, gonna have. <coughs> That's I mean, actually yes. not a bad whistle. I'm That's aware. not a bad whistle at all. Sounds the exact actually, same. Yeah, a little it's, bit better. It's. Uh, I don't know about better. I don't know about better. I didn't warm up at all. I didn't say it was better. I said the exact same. He's being diplomatic. Yeah. <laughs> Today's Young Utes. Brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or C3America.com for your free analysis. Young Jack, what you got for us today? All right, so yesterday Twitter was just kind of like blowing up about Jimmy Butler, and not for not for a great oh, reason. Oh, he uh, okay. So I don't know if this. I didn't catch the. Uh, I don't know. Like I don't know if it's appropriate for us to talk about the story or not. How dirty are we talking? It's kind of scandalous. Yeah, I don't know if it's something that we should be. Did he like fly? Like was it no, there was related? an alleg. Yeah, there was an allegation about. Uh, it was him and Rachel Nichols and like yeah. in the bubble. They were doing. Like, I don't. I don't know if I'm comfortable going right. there. I don't know if I'm comfortable going there. I I know that it was what people. I know. Yeah. I understand that was what that was people like were the talking big about. Story, but I so. I sort of think that's a little in a, inappropriate as a as a journalist. Jesus, Jack. As a journalist, he doesn't understand that he's journalistic. How like, could as, you? As a journalist, I would kind of rather not. Like I, I, I know it's there. I'm aware that All people right. are talking about it. I yeah. would rather not go there. Fair I just, enough. Personally, that's. You know, I think I've understood the gist of it for what it's worth. Yeah, I, w- I want to respect um, people, and I just don't think that's something that I want to do. People so help, I'm not, people I'm not mad people. at you. I'm not mad at you. Just people help not, people. Not somewhere that I want to go personally. Holy shirts and pants. That's right. That's right. Well, on a more like sort of serious. Note. Oh, God. Not like super serious, <laughs> but no, it's dealing with Shakari Richardson. And uh, yesterday she right. this was told is, that she wasn't going to compete in the. This is, this is four really. By, four by 100 re- relay. relay team as well. To be fair, though, like, why would she be able to? Well, no, this is. this is I'm all over the place on this. Well, she should be allowed to compete in all of it. So, well, of course. All right, yes. Hang on a second. So, the, the way it worked was her suspension, the date was going to run up after the 100. But before the relay, I think it was it was a thirty day suspension that ended right like the day before this event was supposed so to take place. So she would have been able, based on the date of the suspension, okay. to do it. USA Track and Field made the decision that it would be in, inappropriate to allow someone to participate that could like that that it was. Now they they needed to do things. It's crazy that, that it's their choice and not hers. I would be more if I'm her, being like f all of you. Like, but I'm, but the the way it works for them is that like if if someone's being penalized to let to, for us to sort of bend and say, well, by this technicality, sure. we're gonna let you go compete in just the relays, even though you couldn't. We're not gonna do that. I guess we're just really confident that we're gonna win. Is that how that works? 
I have no idea if that's Isn't the case that important? Or not. Don't, I, don't we I care mean, about that as America? I, I, there's so much here. I, I got into a, a huge social media thing over the weekend just because. I saw you did a little diatribe on Facebook. I was up early on Sunday morning. It was my day to uh, go serve down at the um, the shelter. And so I was up early on Sunday morning. And I just. I, I don't really want to. I don't. I can end up spending way too much time on this and I don't want to do it. In no circumstances is the correct answer the rules are the rules. There is no circumstance where that is okay. Your rules must be justifiable. Well, they may be dumb rules, or they may be rules that that should change over time, but in this situation, it is a rule that she did end up violating. I'm aware, but it's an unjustifiable rule. This rule, it cannot be justified. You've seen Reefer Madness. Thank you. It's it's a it's a, it's a concern. Yes, being correct. Everybody Tokyo, knows it's you know? one, it's this is it's a it's a yeah. slope right from correct. smoking weed to sudden. Yeah. Um, there is no justification of the existence of this rule, and it's in the same way that there was no justification of athletes not being able to profit off of their name, image, and likeness. And why I was infuriated that there would still be the idea of policing it. At some point, we as a society have to decide. This isn't justifiable any longer, and stand up. We have to decide. I don't like that one as much. But look, you're dancing around it. That's a good point. Mathletics was good. This one, not quite. Um, We have to decide. You know, there's a word for those. What? It's a weird word. It sounds wrong, but it's a real word. Sniglets. What is what is that? It's a combination of two different words to make a a mixture of the two. All right. I'll never use that again, probably. But learned it. I don't doubt that it's real. Black Monday. There is no justification of testing for marijuana anywhere. There is no justification. I saw Drew try and make a distinction between if she had done it like weeks prior, then it shouldn't be a problem. But if she did it right before the race, it should. And I still don't even really agree with that. I don't. I don't. I don't understand. I mean, it's not a like performance enhancer in the way that. This is the question I would ask: Are is ibuprofen allowed? Are we allowed to take ibuprofen? Toradol is. If we're allowed to do anything for pain whatsoever, at all, mm-hmm. then there's no world in which you can tell me that it's an additional benefit beyond the benefits that already exist to smoke weed. And especially if you know everybody was allowed to, but that's a different conversation. That's a different conversation for a different day. The argument that if everybody else was playing by the rules and she was the only one that wasn't, that she stood to benefit from it, is not backed up. It's there's nothing about marijuana that makes it performance enhancing. I've heard some I could hear an argument for like basketball. Some some people, and I have known people in the past, who just genuinely enjoy playing basketball high. And it's fine. It can allow like it's but like everybody maybe into like a getting in the zone and like being able to shoot uh, better, but even have, still. People right? like have I, superstitions. Are we gonna ban their superstitions because they feel better because they no. pre- that this is insane. Something is performance enhancing or it's not. And there is not evidence There's at no all. There's no research done on any of it for what it's worth. So we can't really like point to scientific studies and say definitively, like, oh, that's not. But yeah, I get if it. Somebody eating a pineapple on one day might might make them... It's a sexual performance enhancing drug. Mango, you know? Thank you. Something along those lines. This is insane. This is nuts. And the reason why it's banned, it's very clear. They banned it because of an old way of thinking that marijuana hurt you. That's the reason why it's on the banned list. It is unjustifiable. And as a society, we have a responsibility 
I'm not, and uh, I ended up getting into a lengthy conversation with some folks from uh, USADA over this. They got wind of my Facebook post because of someone that I know that works with USADA, and I ended up having a long conversation. Is that the United States? Uh, it's whatever. The, agency? Yes, correct. I'm not specifically mad at them. They don't get to choose what the rules are. They have to agree to participate in. If they alone went rogue and said we're not going to test for marijuana anymore then the United States wouldn't be allowed to participate yeah, in the Olympics. Wada still would, yes. Yes, correct. So I'm not mad at them about this. I'm saying that we, as a society, this thing we do, we just fall back on, well, the rule's the rule, that's the way it goes. That's not good enough. Unfortunately, though, that does... It does... You're, you're going to have a hard time convincing every country to get on board. I I'm, I'm certain not, ones are I, I understand that. Yeah. It doesn't change the fact that we have to say something. I hear you. That we have to do something other than just, well, it's I what it is. I don't it's disagree. lazy. It's terrible. It's the reason why we don't progress as a society that we just fall back on, well, the rule's the rule. There's nothing we can do about that. We'll call up John Brankus. S. Get some real research under this, you know? I mean, yeah, correct. Let him do all this. Let him smoke a bunch of weed and then go out <laughs> and see what he can do. I do love John Brankus. Don't get me wrong. It's good times. Um, we have to be better than that. And it's not just related to this. It's related to everything. Anytime we just say the rule is the rule, well, why does the rule exist? What is the justification of it? Once upon a time, there were a lot of rules. There were rules that, um, you know... Black people couldn't use the same water fountains as white people. Should we have just kept that rule because, hey, the rule is the rule? And to say, well, yeah, but we can't change it in time. I, I, I have, I'm not trying to recreate reality. I understand that Sha'Carri Richardson is not going to be running at the Olympics. But we have an opportunity right now to talk about something and try to fix it. And when we use that opportunity to say, well, the rule is the rule, we fail. We fail because that's the reason why it doesn't change. Because that's the reason, because we just take the easy way out when we have these conversations. Well, hey, sorry, that's tough tooties. The rule's the rule. And people are like, oh, should they be allowed to use cocaine before? Like, no, we should try and separate when these we, when two we, things. When, when we do this, what we're saying is, I'm a giant idiot. When we compare cocaine, which kills people... And could arguably be misconstrued as a performance-enhancing drug. I, I don't care about that. I don't care if it's performance-enhancing or not. We understand that cocaine, even if it's not performing enha performance-enhancing, should not be something that anyone should be using because it can kill you, as it did Len Bias. We understand the difference between these things. It's The standard isn't just it's not performance-enhancing. It's that we understand marijuana is not a harmful drug. It's hard. I mean, you shouldn't be driving a car, except that. Jesus. Sorry. I didn't. I'm sorry. I'm no. sorry. Two youths turned into angry adults. Don't. Don't. <laughs> just anything other than the rule is the rule. Come up with anything else that you want to say. If you stand by the rule, stand by it. If you don't, fight it. Don't fall back on, well, the rule is the rule. Sorry. That's just the way it goes. Say something else because we have an opportunity. Sorry, Jack. No. I've really. ripped apart his number one. I, 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 I flipped out on his number two. I hope it that you have... It hasn't been good so far. I, I do have a third one. I hope that you have something else. I do have a third one. Um, so it's about Subway, actually. Oh, the Utes. Yeah. Um, so they recently came out and said that they are going to be upgrading a few of their the, um, ingredients, oh. their mobile app, and they're going to like bring back a couple things. Real tuna. No. So yeah. they're yeah, they not the tuna. 
out of everything that they're changing, they're keeping the fake tuna. Yeah. Well, what are they upgrading? So it says, let me pull it up. Real and quick. by the way, Subway, if you want to spend money with us, yeah, I mean, we well, will eat your fake tuna. Well, or at least I will say that I do. <laughs> um, do so it. it says the revamp menu includes new recipes for the chain's Italian and multi-grain breads, okay. as well there as sandwich once, toppings. There was a couple problems with their bread in the past. They've been both deemed to have used like yoga mat portions in it. <laughs> right. And then I there do was also that. too much sugar for it to be legally allowed to be called bread. What was the one that had like, there was like a jalapeno cheese bread that oh, they yeah, had it. The, well, Italian herbs and cheese is a good Italian one. herbs and cheese, I remember and the, that one. The jalapeno cheese is good. I mean, look, yeah. they're still tasty enough. Don't get me wrong, but eh, I mean, it's eh. also not going to pretend that it's the best quality. It's not good. It's not good. I used to like Subway <laughs> once upon a time. I haven't had Subway in, oh, God. I can't even tell you the last time I've eaten I Subway wish I could sandwich. say that when I was working in D.C., I that was the only like food available nearby was... They had was a really a, good corner of the market when they entered their, their $5 dollars Oh, there was, there was 100%. It, they were killing it for yeah. a long time. And then there just became way too many options. Well, then they upped the price. And then it was no longer. Oh, they, are they, they, they was no longer a five dollar foot. Yeah. They don't do it's five like, dollar like foot. Six dollar and eighty like, cents. They, they turned it into like, oh, there's going to be one kind of sub a week. That's five dollar uh, foot. Yeah, they that's just uh, got cocky. You know, yeah, that's yeah. rough. That's rough. So, so what are, you said they're changing some breads. Yeah. What yeah. Else? So they're 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 the bacon's now going to be hickory smoked bacon. They're bringing back rotisserie chicken. Okay, I'm sure. Ro- I'm sure. Roast beef is another thing that they're bringing back. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's just like an attempt to try and like downplay the whole tuna situation, but like, how are they going to keep? The how are they going to keep the tuna? It is on really the funny menu when there's been tests done and it has no They're, tuna DNA. I, in their they tuna. Have, they, but they have to embrace it at some point, right? Well, they like, keep denying every time that there's a new accusation. Well, that it's just like this is if uh, the USADA was like, guys, don't worry, we're taking cocaine off the banned substance list. I mean, I, I guess <laughs> like, we know there's a problem. We know there's right. A problem. We're gonna solve. It, well, it we're gonna try and fix them. It else. was <laughs> it was the jokes that everybody made last week about uh, uh, free free Britney. Oh, well, I'll give you Bill Cosby instead, yeah, right? right? Like this is. You want us to fix the tuna, huh? Well, how about some new bread? Part of me is that? also of the opinion that if you're you're getting Subway, you're prepared for whatever it is I mean, you're signing I, up for. This is the point. Like, if you're ordering the tuna at Subway, yeah. if that's what y- your lot is in we life. We had somebody who literally said they specifically like the tuna only from Subway on our show one time. I don't remember who that was. I remember, was it McC- Pat Ricard Pat, liked Pat Mc- Subway? No, Pat McCary yeah, yeah, yeah. was obsessed with Subway. Yeah. Like, that's just all he ate. He's but an NFL product. I mean, he did all right. Now you got better yeah, options. Yeah, right. like, I mean, yes, of course. If you're going to get a sub, by God, just don't go to Subway. Well, if you want like, I have, a, a spas, I have course, like chain I, of course, would be a Royal thing, Farms like. man myself. That was what would be what I would recommend to all of you. I'm a, a big pop belly guy. Okay. You gotta, Jack, you got you to gotta learn that we take care of sponsors here. Yeah. You got to learn that when I, I, when also I, talk, tend to when I talk up a sponsor, you don't talk up somewhere else that doesn't spend money <laughs> with us. Pop belly cannot compare Royal Farms in the volume of meat department when given on a sub, which is an important aspect of any sub. If you're going to short me on meat on a sub, then what's the point of the sub? Well, who do you think particularly shorts you on meat? The one he brought up. Oh, Potbelly? Yeah. I don't know that Potbelly ever shorted me on meat. Say you get a chicken chicken strip, whatever you want to call their little yeah, the imitation uh-huh. buffalo chicken at Subway kind of thing where they uh-huh. get that kind of chicken. They do it like a one layer. One layer of little chicken. I got to be honest with you. I was more of a, I would get the wreck. That was uh, a go-to at Potbelly. Uh, what was the other sandwich I liked so bad at the Potbelly? Potbelly in College Park was the place to be for a little while. They would yeah. have li- they'd have live music. They'd have it was a it was a joint. It was I think a, I go there like twice. It was a hang, a man. <laughs> Sounds like that would be your sponsorship when we did the NL thing. Yeah, right. One hundred percent. Oh yeah, he wasn't here that day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, look, I'm not I'm not going to start going. To, I'm sorry, unless they no. want to start spending money with us. I'm I only go if I've got a gift card of some sort. I, 
I think I would just give it to somebody else. And I, I still do have fond memories of the Southwest sauce. That is still a tasty sauce at Subway. I don't disagree with that necessarily. I don't disagree. My dad was a big grown up. My dad was a big Subway guy. Look, like we I would regularly like when like when it was just my dad and I out like doing something during the day, like when we had to run some errands or something. Like that, it was an excuse. Look, right, I think like, back. Boy, we're going to Subway with weird fond memories of the old oven roasted chicken breast. They would pull out of the water and microwave. Yeah, you know? not I. <laughs> not I. That makes one of us. What was this? The medallia, the sweet medallia. Uh, onion chicken. There was something sweet like sweet onion teriyaki. Sweet onion chicken teriyaki. Chicken teriyaki. Yeah, 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 that yeah. was the one. Yeah, yeah, I was. That was a regular go-to for me for. A that was pretty while. good, actually. Not bad, you know. Yeah. But you know, I've, I, I've I've, I don't yeah. miss it. I don't <laughs> miss no. it. Is the point, right? Like at the time in my life, it worked. I, I would get miss. buffalo chicken over that anyway. You know. Yeah, I would probably go that route too. All right, Jack. Is that what you had? Yeah. Thank, thank you, no, sir. No, no, no. It's not your it was, fault. It was. It, it, hey, we, we try hey, not to. Hey, it's not your fault. I have. I just try not to go too far. It's not your fault. Thank you. Thank you. That was uh, Young Utes. Young Utes with uh, Do you Young even know what movie that is, I Jack? Don't. You no. don't even know what it no, is? No, I don't. Goodwill Hunting. Oh! It's not your fault. I do remember that now. Yeah. It's a pretty uh, yeah. pa- sad scene. It was, it was, a, it was yeah. an intense scene, is it what was. it was. It was a very intense scene. Gotta go see about a girl. All right. Uh, Quality film. Uh, uh, Young Utes was also brought to you today by the BMW Championship. 70 top golfers in the PGA Tour will be here in Baltimore at Caves. <laughs> Valley, get your tickets right now by going to bmwchampionship.com. Tubular brought to you. Tidbit. Tidbit brought to you by, well, I might be doing it out of order today. You don't know that. Tidbit brought to you today by Great Eights Memorabilia. Again, Jimmy's, July 25th. Return to training camp party with Tyus Bowser. 108 bucks. Crab feast. Buffet. Open bar. Meet, VIP meet and greet with Tyus Bowser. And donation to Casey Cares. Truly insane offer. GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. That's the number eight. GreatEightsMemorabilia.com right now in order to get your tickets. Fun Animal Kingdom tidbit before we get going to the sports. Like the show? Cambridge University, while observing howler monkeys, discovered that the louder a male roared, Mm -hmm. the smaller his genitals were. So keep that in mind. I mean, that's just a little fun fact. I mean, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, So basketball, not related to howler monkeys. I don't think anybody was yelling that much on the court. Chris Paul. Your boy Herbie Hancock is just pissing me off today. He took the first set from Federer, and he's trying to break back in the second set after going down a break. I'm not thrilled about it. Well, there you go. Chris Paul scored or assisted on 54 points last night. That's the third most scored or assisted on a player's finals debut in NBA history behind only one Michael Jordan and Allen Iverson. So, Good not, company not to keep. He didn't stand over Ty Lue, though. No. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Ayton played quite well. Sixth 15-rebound double-double in this playoffs. That's tied for the fourth most by a player in his first postseason in NBA history. Now, I can give you the option of that trivia, or I can give you the option of another trivia. I mean, They both involve DeAndre Ayton. Oh, another fun fact. The three of them, mm-hmm. Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker, 81 points is the most by a trio making their finals debut since the NBA merger. That's remarkable. You didn't seem too intrigued by the other ones, so the ones who did it more than Aiton's six were Wilt, Bill Walton, and Bill Russell. There's oddly connections. Wilt, Walt, Bill, Bill. Bill. So, there you go. Aiton also has four. By the way, Brian Powell wants to know if you've seen Top Gun, Jack. Have you seen Top Gun? No, I have not. That surprised me. And you don't. I have not. Never have. What's wrong with you people? So, sue me. Uh, DeAndre Ayton. <sighs> this playoffs alone, 
has already recorded four games with 20 points, 10 boards, on 80% field goal shooting. That is one fewer than the all-time record for any player. Say that one more in time. In the playoffs. Aiton. Yeah. Four games this postseason, scoring 20 points or more, yeah. 10 or more rebounds, on 80% field goal percentage. Okay. Only one player in NBA history has done it more than four times. Tim Duncan. No. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. No. J-Bar, as we mm, like to call him. N- no. What about like Shaq, just with like straight dunks? No. It's a good <laughs> guess, but no. Hakeem Olajuwon. No. Um, uh, Bill Russell. No. Bill Walton. No. Wilt Chamberlain. No. Kevin Idiot. Garnett. No. But impossible is nothing. David Robinson. No. Carl Malone. No. He shot too much. Also, a former number one overall pick. You know, some of the guys you mentioned were number one. Yeah, but one. I said no to those already, so just take it easy. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Patrick Ewing. No. Was he number one, though? He was, right? I imagine. He was really funny. I don't remember. I wasn't alive. Thank you, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, number one overall pick. Uh, did I say David Robinson? You did. No. Chris Webber. No. Number one overall pick. Somehow it was LeBron, which d- makes no. no sense. Dwight Howard. Five. Really? For Dwight Howard, despite the coming years. in 125 career playoff games, Aiton has only played in 17. So a little bit better pace for Aiton. But yes, it is indeed Dwight Howard. I don't disagree with Brian Powell, by the way, that I should make uh, watching Top Gun a homework assignment for you, but I've got other things I want you to do that are higher on my list. Sorry, Brian, i got other things that are priorities for me. Trying to improve our... And I'm also going to be gone for the next two (laughs) or three weeks, so I'm just not... We'll we'll get there eventually. All right. uh, Tubular brought to you by the print issue of Pressbox, which is available right now on the cover. Talia Tungavailoa. University of Maryland quarterback. Go pick it up at your neighborhood Royal Farms. Any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find PressBox. Read it all. PressBoxOnline.com. As always, it is free. Gratis. The print issue of PressBox available right now. Here's what's coming up totally tubular-wise. Orioles-Blue Jays. Hyunjin Ryu. Matt Harvey. 7 o'clock on Masson. Masson 2 for Nationals Padres at 10. It's also on MLB Network and the rest of the country. Uh, as I mentioned, the second um, semifinal at the Euro this afternoon between England and Denmark, 3 o'clock on ESPN. They've got Dodgers-Marlins at 7. Uh, Wimbledon coverage continues on both ESPN and ESPN2 on ESPN right now. Roger Federer down a set and back on serve in the second against Herbie Hercatch. And then a great one, Berrettini and FAA coming up on ESPN2. NBC, Stanley Cup Final Game 5. Lightning try again to close out the Canadiens, 8 o'clock. ESPN 2, Dallas Wings, Minnesota Lynx at 8. CBS Sports Network, Los Angeles Sparks, Seattle Storm at 10. NBCSN, Tour de France, Stage 11 at 6.30. Oh, that was this morning. Right. Got to keep remembering that. TNT for AW Dynamite tonight at 8. Some non-sports highlights. Uh, episode 5 of Loki, streaming now. Uh, Mr. Inbetween tonight on FX. Dave on FXX, both at 10. Uh, Crank Yankers, if you're so inclined. 10.30 on Comedy Central. Discovery Channel, When Sharks Attack at 9. And uh, Shark Gangs at 10. So that would be fun. 
Uh, stuff and things. Check it all out. GlennClarkRadio.com. All right. Thanks. Oh, today, uh, Tubular was also brought to you by Window Nation. 50% off all styles of windows, plus no money down, no payments, no interest for two full years. 866-90Nation or WindowNation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you Window Nation, the perfect fit. Thanks today to D.L. Hall. Thanks to Carl uh, Ravitch. Thanks to Mike Smelkinson from Howard. Thanks also, I guess, to our buddy Simon Habdemarium. We'll get it all up in the Greatest Hits section of the Archives. tab at GlennClarkRadio.com. Tomorrow, uh, Greg Amsinger. Greg Amsinger from MLB Network. Of mm. course, he's hosting the MLB draft for them. Drew Forrester. Yeah, live from the U.S. Senior Open. We'll check in with us. I believe we'll be making a trip to Aberdeen. Okay. Don't want to you know, make any promises that All I can't right. keep, but I believe that will be on the docket and then stuff and things. Of All course. right. It's very good. Thanks to. Oh, also, Adam Rink. Forgot about that. Oh, yeah. from NFL.com. Yep. Busy All right. Day. All right, thanks to everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including the U.S. Army, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, Exxon Mobil, K&S Automotive, C3 American Exteriors, Great Eights Memorabilia, Sports and Social Maryland, the BMW Championship, Bradley and Nikki Bozeman Foundation, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Kyle Ottenheimer, Sad Lonely Man. Follow him on Twitter, at Ottenheimer. Follow us at Glenn Clark Radio. Thanks to Young Jack. Have a great Wednesday evening. Go Birds. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks, too.